I put on for my city, even more for my company. The world might get ugly, fight it until we comfortably. Sitting in position, our faces all on our currency. Fuck the opposition, we cooking them like the oven beat. Wanna be a soldier, I show you, just come and fuck with me. Put you on to that fly living with fly fringes. Fly women and fly linen that buy with us. Ride with us, cause if you down, you die with us. Gun super size and serve with fries, nigga. Got a spaz on them, the only way that I do it. I keep the flow fluid, pull up in the base, do it. Hop out with the same type match that pain uses. Me, I was born in the dark, we changed through it. Rappers went soft out here when he raised music. Stay true with no skinny jeans or tight blazers. Beam on the top, pull like a lightsaber. Gear like a Jedi, power a dog Vader. Shot, shot, giving you double like bar waiters. Cutting off haters, traitors, no more favors. They want to get with us, we making them sign waivers. I don't make trap rap, this is that we get cat rap. Do it for them niggas, Moss Verb up in their backpack. They tired of the projects, feeling just like a lab rat. Second from the Pyrex, wondering where the cash at. But we passed that, I'm just telling you what I'm mad at. Remember, used to seal them things tight in the glass. So my demographic is souls that had a tragic. Pistol in the package of dreams that live a lavish. No family, no team, but had to manage. We get them off the streets and get them niggas established. Getting back to business and getting rid of you faggots. No homo, where you ride a Caposo Polo. Cause we out here battling dragons, but not Komodo. That's like the choke at Regardo while others snapping photos. The demons that betrayed by Martin up in the coffin. Coming for my portion, so hands it over with caution. Cut all your antics and semantics, now I'm going rampant. Reverse the street by the hand, you got Commandments. These booty bandits in a panic and they act frantic. The world's tired of that GMO, they want organic. A vile hazard to a bastard situation tragic. This an invasion like we landed from another planet. A boss of panic, always classic, you don't want no static. With so much flow to flood your city like that bitch Atlantis. Psychosomatic, dynamic, cut from another fabric. The Lord's bringing justice, vengeance, flow like an Hispanic. Swipe semantic, satanic, and all their ways and tactics. 400 years of oppression is crossing the Atlantic. This systematic practice got us all ass backwards. He kills us all and acts like we're the real savage. Please excuse me, I'm about to make another status. Fuck America, hashtag the white life matters. They want our head like John the Baptist. White America, been afraid of the blackfist. Our trackless, got us on the FBI blacklist. Price is coming back to knock the world off its axis. Try to sleep on me and I'm flipping over your mattress. Iverson flow, just go, I skip practice. You fake old bitch tendencies, nigga, you an actress. Things just ain't the same for rappers. Ever since the game got taken over, bodies practice. Culture thieves, blood sucking demons, count Dracula. It's time to flip it back like a spatula, spectacular vernacular, rhymes that'll damage her, sucker MCs can't contend, don't got the stamina, they only in it for the cheese like a lab rat, these niggas been ducks, Aflac flow so sick, I will approach me with a hazmat, we spit that raw hardcore, you scared of the backlash, wanna clash homie, we can crash like the Nasdaq, call people royalty and we about them like ASCAP, why you trash rap, matter of fact, you can ask Independent taking over, we don't rock with you. So they want a nigga taken out like the apocrypha. Don't think I won't hit you because I'm popular. Ty War been ready for war, and so is Coptizer. Hey, yo, Shalom, Shalom, Shalom. Another episode of Word to the Unwise podcast. Got my main man, Nawaja, here, officer of a thousand of the ISUPK. Just so y'all know. Salam, Yahweh, Yahweh, I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. Hey, Salak, y'all kind of 
rudely interrupted your uh your uh, salute. Uh you can run through that again. My bad. That's completely my fault. So I can Salam Yahweh Shemir Al Shabarakatah to the Aquia. Salam Yahweh Shemir Al Tabah Shemir Yahweh Shah to the Aquat out there. All right, I'm about to say, man. Uh, one of them days. What you what, what you got over there? I seen the red cup. Oh, just some some uh, Tito's, man. Tito's. Yeah. I went in the opposite direction. If it's white, it ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little um Remy over here, little Remy. Try to get some uh people in here. They supposed to be coming in a few of them. Hopefully we get them in, but if not, man, we'll do uh we'll do the same thing. Huh? You said save him some. That's 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 a that's my rib. That's a chick. That's a sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's probably not gonna be none because I ain't get that much. By the time this hour over, you know, you be to sip so much and so fast, it'd be pretty much over. So I'm trying to see if Ted's coming back because he um he didn't like being called a coon. <laughs> Felt like he had something for you and Takara, but you know the, the type of person he is, he'll say he's gonna do something and then back out. So who knows if he's gonna really come in? Takara should be in in a minute. He should really come in. He should he should really come in and, and say whatever it is he said. I think you said he said he had some great knowledge or some nonsense, whatever nonsense. He yeah, said. I wanted to see this infinite wisdom that he was gonna um, <laughs> bring out about him liking but not loving white people, which I don't really understand. Loving, hey, the brother said he can't join us because he like white women. <laughs> he his words were he he liked to get white pussy from time to time. Good, but nice. I will say he off air told me admittedly that um um that he only said that to fuck with us to bother us. Uh, how true it may have been, who knows? But he said that he he did that just knowing who we how we are. Well, he just did, did the route to get a reaction. And then once he got the reaction, didn't like the reaction, so he gonna come with some infinite wisdom. <laughs> hey, Salaki, he said that because his real probably looked at him like, nigga, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> you could, you could be, you could be right. Hey, he forgot she was right there. <laughs> he forgot she was right there. Nah, he, he thought he was gonna slide that pass. He didn't know she heard him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was actually a good show, and I'm kind of mad because it was some good stuff in that show. That was a really good show. It was a fun, funny show, but the the um, connection was real bad with everybody. Everybody was dropping out and having to load back in. Come to find out, my dog chewed up the wires outside. Okay, there we go. Our guest, Miss Monroe. How you doing? Hey guys, what's up? That much. You had me nervous for a minute. I was like, man, I expected the show, but she might not. She might be big. No, I was definitely gonna come. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can you perfect. You good. You a twins mom, so we know stuff can pop up like that. You got double yeah, trouble over there. They're they're taking a nap, so we, we may have a little bit of minute to roll. Okay. 
So it well, okay. So what cracked me up about your twin seeing them on Instagram is is crazy because their personalities is so different. Which I see like see that same thing with my twin sister. But you recorded them having that conversation together, and it was the most adult conversation, but in a baby form. You know what I mean? Like they was arguing about the dog. One's taking up for the dog. One's blaming the dog. Yeah. And then one is one one is like ready to get physical at all times. Actually, what happened right there was the night before I actually fell down the stairs. I actually tripped over the dog, mm. fell down the flight of steps. And the one that you saw that was like, no, he jumped on mommy and she's hurt and she's, you know, she's in pain. And the one that you was like, is the pink one, the feisty one. She's mm. the one that's taken up for the dog. Like, no, it's a puppy. He didn't mean to do anything. Mommy's fine. And I'm like, mm. no, I'm actually really hurt. But... <laughs> But she was ready to get busy. Like that little conversation, she like, yo, listen, I said what I said. She was ready to get busy. The other one kept calm, kept it cool, collected, didn't take no threats to heart, no nothing. She just was calm and cool. It, it just cracked me up. Well, doesn't that just remind you of the old young me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one that's ready to get violent. The old young me used to be like, look, I said what I said, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, it's a thing that we do called the hot seat, right? I didn't tell you it was going to be put in it, but you will be put in it later. You can take it. You a G. You got, you got, a, you got a lot of knowledge. As long as you got some knowledge, some opinion, you pretty much make it out. It ain't never that hard. Okay. Yeah, we we're trying to wait on some other people. But, um, yeah, so uh, my rib, I believe, is still in the... Uh, on a viewers list on YouTube. So you sell CMOS. Mm-hmm. Sell CMOS. Um, tell us about the CMOS. How can they get in contact with you with, with the CMOS? Okay, so um, CMOS is, I mean, I'm pretty sure the word has gotten out a little bit more now since we've went through the pandemic and Corona and losing people and people getting sick. Um, it's, it started for me when I got Bell's palsy. So I got Bell's palsy in 2014. And if anybody doesn't know what Bell's palsy is, Bell's palsy is a facial paralysis that mm -hmm. it paralyzes one side of the face, either side. Um, it resembles a stroke. So you have no movement in the eye. You have no movement in the mouth. The eye constantly waters. Um, and it's just very uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? From going mm -hmm. from this is my appearance my appearance and now my appearance is totally different. Right. Um, so I, my mom, she's always been into like health and wellness and stuff. And so she told me like, well, you need to get some CMOS, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to take the medications that they were giving me. They were putting me on steroids and different things like that. And I just wasn't into it because I was like, you know, it, 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 the chemicals that I was getting from the hospital made me feel worse than what I already did feel. So my mom, like, you know, get some CMOS. And I was like, what is it? I got introduced to it through her. Um, and at the time, she was making it for herself, you know, just to take for herself on an everyday basis. And mm -hmm. so when I start taking the CMOS, um, a couple of weeks, I want to say about a week or two into me taking it, I could see, like, not only was my face coming back a little bit, but I had more energy. Um, I was eating better my eating habits were crazy like i could go all day without mm -hmm. eating you know what i'm saying and then eat at eight o'clock nine o'clock at night 
But when I started taking the CMOS, it increased my my eating habits. I was hungry in the morning. You know, I was hungry by lunchtime. Um, I've never been a person that has, you know, a lot of weight on me. But for the most part, it was, you know what I'm saying, allowing me to go to the bathroom more regularly than what I was going to the bathroom before. And that was even, you know what I'm saying, with the pen and different things like that. So when I started taking it, I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? This got me feeling different. And more so what I noticed was the energy. I had a lot of energy. Like I could, I could go run a marathon if I wanted to, because that's how much energy I had. I wasn't sluggish throughout the day. Um, and we usually get that sluggishness through eating meat, you know, red meat, steaks, you know, something mm -hmm. we eat pork and it slows the body down. So when I started taking it, I started seeing the benefits that it gave to me for myself and so oh, no, wait a minute oh, so, my bad Salaki, which means excuse me the sea moss didn't make you hungry my my ribs said the sea moss made her hungry it didn't make her hungry being at work board made her hungry that's what made her hungry go ahead <laughs> but once i started noticing the benefits that it was contributing to my life which was more so my faith I was like, okay, cool. And so I started researching it. Then here comes the pandemic. And me just being me, who I naturally am, recording myself around the house and letting people know what I do and what I eat, um, it just it just took off. And so I started to do more research in it. So with the CMOS, our body contains 102 vitamins and minerals. That's made up of zinc, iron, potassium, chloride, all those different things the body is made up of. And after hey bud say hi hey hey shalom sis <laughs> so after um after taking the cmos and and seeing like okay my body actually needs this my body is made up all these things and my body actually needs this um i just was like okay let me, you know, people started hitting me up and asking me, could I, did I sell it? And, you know, I didn't think about selling it at first because it was just a part of my daily lifestyle. It was a part of my everyday, you know, put it in my smoothies, take a teaspoon, jet out the door type of thing. And so I started selling it and it got high traffic. Um, and at the same time, I wanted to teach people what they needed to put in their bodies. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us, we drink we smoke. We do a lot of things to our bodies where we're tearing our bodies down. You know what I'm saying? Right. We are we are drastically destroying our bodies by doing this on a, some of us do it on an everyday basis. Some of us do it, you know, when we go out or whatever. So it's like... Wait, real quick. I'm sorry to keep interrupting. Okay, so I'm parenting and handling business at the same, same time, so I'm going to pull myself down real quick, Awaja. Monroe, you can keep going. I'll be right back in. Let me go okay. check this food. Um, yeah, so being being in the way of, you know, people are seeing me. I, I've, I have no problem with telling my story about what happened to my face and different things like that. Um, it, it took off, you know, it took off. It became something that a lot of people were interested in. Um, I know. The pandemic. A lot of people were scared during the pandemic. They were losing people. People were dropping like flies left and right. And everybody wants that miracle thing, right? Everybody wants that thing that's going to be like, where is it? Where can I get it from? Is it going to save my life? Is it going to turn this around drastically? 
But okay, Mama's handling business right now. Here, um, you have to you have to keep in mind that it's a lifestyle change. You know, it, it really is. It genuinely is a lifestyle change. If you are not eating healthy on a daily basis, if you are not exercising, if you're not taking care of your body, the, the CMOS will help, but you have to help yourself. So I would tell anybody that, you know, has never taken CMOS before that's interested in it, start with it, but also change other things that you're doing, you know what I'm saying, in your everyday like, you know, if, if you're if you're a drinker, you know what I'm saying? Stop drinking every day. You know, try to have maybe a drink once a week if you're going out socially. I found you because you was gone. Yeah, I know. Mama's right here, though. Um, and like I said, the body contains 102 vitamins and minerals. You have two different kinds of sea moss. You have purple sea moss and you have golden sea moss. Um, you want the, you want the wild crab to sea moss. You want the sea moss that is grown in the ocean of Jamaica, St. Lucius, um, something that now has, that has not been manufactured because we all understand and know that you can clone anything that you want to clone. Um, so it's doing your research, looking at it, looking at how it's grown. Um, if you find sea moss that is completely clear, that has no salt, no debris from the ocean, I I, myself personally, I wouldn't purchase that. I like my sea moss to come dirty. I want my sea moss to come with rocks in it. I want it to come with sand in it, salt in it, because I know that that is genuinely made from the earth. Um, and so a lot of people, you know, they have gotten on this sea moss kick. Now, if you go on social media, everybody's selling it. You know, you. You might be muted. Okay. Why you can't? Can you hear her? You might have to back out and come back in. I'm not sure what that was. I think I lost a Waja as well. Okay, so I'm not sure what that was. There we go. Bring her back up. Might have been. I don't know what happened. Um, so what happened right there either? Then I lost a Waja. But yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. You yeah, said uh, so you like your rocks and then. Yeah, so like I, I want my sea moss to be the best sea moss that I could possibly find. Um, I'm currently out right now due to the fact that I am switching vendors. I'm going to I'm switching to someone that's actually from Jamaica that, you know, it is grown in Jamaica. Um, and I will be traveling to Jamaica in a couple of in a couple of months, actually, to actually go see how it's made and how they go and fish out for it and all those different things. I just feel like, you know, OK, I just feel like it's more of a spiritual thing for me. Um, and, you know, what better not place to go than to Jamaica to, you know, what I'm saying get the findings and understandings of what we really need to be doing with our bodies. You know what I'm saying? How can we live those longer lives? How can we have those, you know, better eating habits, those healthier lifestyles 
what is it that we need to do for ourselves to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. You know, it shouldn't have to be a drastic situation, something like the coronavirus or COVID right. to mm. make people want to start living better, eating better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what? I agree with that 100% because a lot of times, as, as a people, we wait till it's a problem. We don't look at the yep. hints and the things that's adding up to the bigger problem. We wait yep. till it's a full blown problem. Yeah, we wait, till, we wait till people are dropping like flies. Right. You know, to try. And at that point, sadly enough to say, it's too late. Mm, yeah. It's entirely too late. You mm -hmm. have waited until you're on your deathbed. And at that point, nothing that you're going to do is going to reverse that because you are already too far gone. You know what I'm saying? You are already so ill on the inside. You're you're not living on an alkaline uh frequency or a level so now that you're in icu on tubes you know what i'm saying you can't eat you can't, yeah. there's nothing that you can do at that point and i right. think for me being a business person and selling the cmos so many people thought that you know what i'm saying it was the miracle drug or it was the miracle substance and it's like mm -hmm. you you a little too far gone at this point you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like yeah, so you can take this. it. I'm not saying don't buy it. I'm not saying don't take it. But if you're mm -hmm. telling me that you're buying it for someone who is, you know what I'm saying, 65 and they got congestive heart failure and they got diabetes and, you know what I'm saying, all these different things, it may be a little too late, you know, <laughs> but, you know what I'm yeah. saying, and sadly enough, don't nobody want to say that, but it may be a little too late. You know, let's, let's start living right today. Let's take the initiative to change how we eat. People really don't understand what you eat is who you are. If you eat chili cheese dogs and Coney Island all day, you are a fried chili cheese dog. You, you have grease around the lungs, around the arteries. If that is what you eat every day, that is who you are. It shows in your skin. It shows in your mobility. It you know what I'm saying, Sally, enough to say, your urine, your stool, your body is going to tell you what's wrong with it. You know True. what I'm saying? So let me ask you this. Does it um help with the hair and the skin? It helps with hair. It helps with skin. It helps with people who have diabetes. It helps with people who have asthma. Um, it helps with people who have skin conditions, eczema. It Okay. Yep. And and for the men, it helps with your sex drive. You got a lot of men that be like, oh, my wife, she want to have sex all night, but I can't go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we need to tackle, number one, what's going on? And then number two, why? For it, prime example, I had a guy come to me. He was 30 years old. I'm older than him. He had no stamina. Something's wrong with that. You are too young to be feeling like you're 65 or 80 in the bedroom. Okay, I'm going to put on TV. Go sit on the couch. Um, is something wrong with that? Is something wrong with that? You know what I'm saying? Me as a woman who is 33 years old, mama twin, I should be, my libido should be up there. I should be able to hang with the best of them. But when you start to see, like, it's one thing to be like, hey, I'm getting older. I'm not young anymore. You know what I'm saying? My body is not the same that it used to be. That's one thing to say that, like, okay, we are no longer our 18-year-old selves. We know that. We are no longer our 21-year-old selves. We yeah, know I think that. for yourself but when you say that. 
I'm I'm just saying for a lot of people, like the other day, I fell and I hurt myself. That shit hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like I I knew that I was not gonna recover as quickly as I would have if I was 16, 17. You know what I'm saying? When you that young, you take a lick and keep on ticket. But when you get this, when you get 30s and 40s and 50s, yep. When you get 30s and 40s and 50s, the body does slow down. The metabolism does slow down. And you want to keep it up there. You know what I'm saying? When we say black don't crack and we look at our parents and our parents is in their 50s and 60s and they still looking like they are age. It's a reason to that. You know what I'm saying? You got some you got some people that look way older than what they are. And then you have some people that still look and like they are thriving in the youth pool. You see this, Awaja? I'm thriving in the youth pool, brother. This is me thriving in the youth pool. Yes, yes. This, but, hold on, mommy, this ain't mommy, even with the sea moss. When I give me some sea moss, it's really going to be over, Awaja. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You knew about it. You used to take it. So, I did you know. know I, I got a lot you. of guys that mm-hmm. take it, and they tell me, like, man, it, it got me feeling it got me feeling young again. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that a lot of men don't want to talk about because either they're embarrassed by it or, you know, they they feel like, hey, you know what I'm saying? If I give her what I can give her, but to be completely honest, you know that something has changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know gonna, that you can't keep up no more. You know I'm that you're tired after five to ten minutes. When I was um, ordering the CMOS from you, yeah. at that point in time, I believe I was going through Hebrew Academy. And okay, wait, I'm take care of business. It does give you more energy. Like I was able to run more faster. It, like that mixed with exercise is miraculous. Cause I mean, of course, I was getting used to the exercising, but I didn't feel so depleted afterwards. Like when you sweat and you tire, you know how it is, Awaja. You're out there all day. They ran you for miles. You didn't spar. You didn't did all these other things, and when you get home, you completely depleted. Cause all you off is bread and water alone. And so um, after that, you feel depleted. You get, you need, like your body needs that feed. You need to feed it to all the stuff that it's lost, like a Gatorade for the sodium and electrolytes and all of that stuff. But off that sea moss, I was recovering a lot faster. I wasn't so beat down afterwards. You know, bread and water. Yeah. Help yeah. You, sustain, you know what I mean? So yeah, it, it really was a, a cool thing. So what we are about to do is, oh, wait, before that, I do want you, you say you're out at this point in time. Right, which is fine. You said I what? No, you were saying you uh finding a new vendor. So what we can do, if you don't want to um give information out now, because this will be put out on podcast. So it'd be Apple Podcast, Anchor, and what's the other one, Awaja? Anchor, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Okay. Yep, Spotify. So it'll be out on Spotify. If you don't want them calling you now, we can have you back on the show, and you can give your information. Oh no! And then if anybody is looking to purchase any sea moss, um, my Instagram for my sea moss is herbal, H E R B A L infusions, X S. Um, that's on Instagram and it's, it's on Facebook as well. Um, my direct contact is four seven zero four two two eight zero two nine. Just what you are interested in. Um, herb infused goods as well. So, uh, honey, 
um, coconut oil. I started doing that when one of my friends, one of my closest friends that I graduated uh, cosmetology school with, she had developed cancer. And me being the type of person I am, I am an avid smoker. And so I was like, well, you know, I know that, you know, weed is not just for getting high. It's also a purpose to cure illnesses and sicknesses. Um, I started mm -hmm. making her certain goods and she was able to keep food down. So for anybody out there who have loved ones that are experiencing anything like that as well, I do make goods um, for that particular reason. Um, but yeah, Instagram and Facebook is Herbal Infusion Excess. Like I said, my contact is 470-422-8029. And you can also hit me up on um, my personal page if you can't get in contact me through there because I'm always on my personal page. And that's uh, the Twins Mama 2818 on Instagram. Okay, cool. Now, a lot of times we get people that come to the UPK and they smoke weed. Like, uh, one second. We're all being parents over here. All right. But, um, yeah, so a lot of people come to us about the uh, whole weed smoking thing. And then UPK, we don't condone, condone smoking weed, as you know, better than a lot of people. Before the UPK, I was Rastafarian out, dreadlocks. I thought it was like the wisest shit in the world. And I ran into a group of brothers that wanted to fucking challenge my knowledge and they was eating me alive. Like with all this stuff they was bringing out, bam, 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 Haiti Selassie, the Ethiopianist and boom, boom, boom. So I'm looking it up. I'm like, damn, it's like, you can't refute this shit, right? So when I went up to the school, they like, yeah, you like you one of the Rastafarians. I'm like, I am. Or at least I thought I was, or whatever. And they we wrapping it up, and they um one thing that shocked me was the whole Bob Marley thing about him not being a black man. And then boom, they hit me with the weed smoking. Can't smoke weed. I didn't understand why. Of course, I didn't want to stop smoking anyway. But they just showed me in the scripture to where it just says an herb and it's for meat, so you are you can eat it. And it is used for medicinal purposes. Like she said, her friend had cancer and all of that. And it's been great for that. Uh, actually, when I um, I was shot in the eye with a paintball, put my eye out. And um, I did, I think I actually got some from you once. They told me I should uh, look into getting uh, what they called edibles or herbal infused, um, herbal infused, um, Goods. What do you say? Goods. There you go. Goods. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I, I was able to, I had to uh, use it for that, and it worked better than a lot of the medicines. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't want to get addicted to certain stuff they were trying to prescribe me. So, yeah. Because a lot of the things they do prescribe you can become addicted. One second. Oh, wow, you can take over for a second. Come on, come on, sir. Shalom, yeah. I just wanted to ask you, sis, because my something had happened before I uh, got a chance to ask you. What's the difference? between the uh, the golden sea moss and the purple sea moss? Okay, so that's that's an easy answer. We we always learn in school that anything that has color is more enriched, correct? More correct. enriched in vitamins, more enriched in minerals. So that's basically just the gist of it. It is more enriched. Um, the golden sea moss is still going to do you justice. Um, the purple sea moss is still going to do you justice. If you run into somebody that doesn't have the purple one, they 
still still has the same amount of benefits. The purple is just more enriched color. Um, So you are able to, instead of, let's say, seven days, start feeling an effect, then maybe the first two to three days, you feel an effect. Um, Or sometimes within an hour. I remember when I first had my daughters, I would get these horrible, horrible headaches, like horrible. I'm talking about shut me down. Um, and I, and I've never been a person to, you know, suffer from anything like that headaches or anything. And I, I was already taking golden, but then I had gotten introduced to purple and I'm telling you, like when I took it, maybe within a matter of 45 minutes, headache went away. You know what I'm saying? So it's just that it's more enriched in the vitamins and minerals and different things that it already contains. Like I said, like iron, zinc, potassium, chloride, um, all the things that our body is naturally made out of. That is why it's so important to live your life on an alkaline level. Um, yes, it is harder for some than it is for others, but you want to start on that on that avenue because when you do, you feel the effects. Um, and for a lot of people, that's why I said I'm changing my vendor because a lot of people are getting into the purple now. They want the purple. They're like, well, what's the difference between the purple and the gold? And we live in this world where... People feel like if one thing is better than the other, give me what's better. You know what I'm saying? But to be honest, they both do their job greatly. Um, I have gold and I have purple. I take both. You know what I'm saying? Um, No, forget that. We want the purple. Anybody (laughs) short as out. And that's why I'm changing my vendor because um, it's so hard to get the purple. That's the complete truth right there. And everything that's precious is always harder to obtain. The it's most precious things on earth. Harder, it's harder it's to so obtain. Hard. Don't try to give me, don't try to give us the usual casual stuff you can come across. We want the stuff. But I'm just saying, from. like if you but 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 it's not like it's not like if you don't have purple sea moss, you're not gonna get the benefits. You're gonna get the same benefits. Um I tell people all the time, for me, I I never put my daughters on formula for real. Like when they were in the hospital, yes, um, because that's what they were giving them because they were NICU babies and one came home before the other. But mm. I gave them, when I took them off, I gave them sea moss with hemp milk. I put, I would put the sea moss in the blender with hemp milk, hemp milk, H-E-M-P. Like um, that's, the clo- that's the only milk that's closest to our breast milk. Where, where does it come from? Hemp seeds. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think I got huh. some up here actually. Hmm. Never heard of that. I, I thought she was breastfeeding. I thought Oh so, yeah. So I breastfed uh, my daughters for wait, hold up, Slaki. What you say, Wajah? I thought hemp was like what's the difference between like hemp seeds? What because I thought that was kind of like close to marijuana or something. No, no. So you have you have the marijuana leaf and you have hemp. Hemp is what is extracted from the marijuana leaf. That allows you to make things like um, hemp lotion, hemp shampoo. Um, it's more. It's more of the off of the nutrients. So everything oh, that is okay, planted, gotcha. everything that is planted into the ground with a seed that is grown from a seed, it all has nutrients in it. So that's how you know that Negro like, was smoking in the world, man. He was smoking in the world. That's all he knew. Hemp. <laughs> that's all, all he knew was hemp for the, the smoking. Hey, no, me too. Though. I'm glad you asked the Wajah Salaki. I'm glad you asked because I was I was on the verge, but now I can rank supreme because I ain't have to. Yes, I think. Let me show you. I actually have. 
Where is Takara? I'm about to call her. So, but it does actually come from the plant, but it's just the nutrients of the plant, sis. Y'all are so, I cannot barely hear y'all. Okay, so this is what I used to make them. This is it right here. So that's hemp seeds? These are hemp, hemp seeds. seeds. And it's a superfood. A lot of people don't know that. Come. Hemp is the actual superfood. So Come. it falls under the category of our pomegranates. And um, what's another superfood? Um, yoga berries, different things like that. So it's literally a seed. Mama's not doing nothing right now. Mama's, on, Mama's taking care of business. So this is what it looks like. And you take that and you can put it in smoothies. You can make milk out of it. And all I used to do was add the hemp seeds with the hemp milk and add sea moss. And then I would drain whatever excess, you know, would, would come off of it. I would I would mm -hmm. drain it. And that's what I would give them. And, you know, when we live in this world of doctors bringing our children into the world, and that's all I'm going to say. Mm -hmm. They want to put your kids on so much. And then you wonder why. Why does my newborn baby is experiencing acne? Or why is my newborn baby, the, 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 the skin is raw or eczema, what we call it, because of the vaccines. That's number one. The vaccines that you allow them to get alters and change, changes the chemical DNA that the body is already on so your baby is born into this world on an alkaline level it's been living on an alkaline level the whole entire time it's been in your body and then you bring it into this world and you start putting acidic things in it acidic things to a newborn baby is not good so that's formula that's vaccinations that's so many different things that they tell you that you need to do but mm -hmm. my daughters are not vaccinated they just turned three and they have been thriving like to this day they have never had dairy i mean cow's milk ever i don't have cows i should not be feeding humans cow's milk i have humans so i need to feed them on a human alkaline level and then that's when i got introduced to the hemp seed and the hemp milk um i i love whole foods and i remember um the guy it was a guy his name is asai and he's the one that introduced he was like don't you ever give your babies formula or cow's milk he was like because that's that's what increases mucus mucus is deadly mucus will kill you you know what i'm saying if mucus gets around the lungs it affects the breathing why do why do you think people have asthma people only have asthma because they have mucus build up around the lungs and it can't See, I'm breathe. I didn't know much about oh when you saying you couldn't hear is if you got like air pods or some like Earbuds or whatever, you put those in it to help you um, with that. Yeah, right. let me see if that's going to work. All right. And, um, like, so as far as the cow's milk, in my house, we don't drink cow milk. Um, I do almond milk. Um, I didn't really know about mucus. Uh, my rib did say something about the mucus and how he was busting these bus bumps on these cows. And I believe that a certain people that we live under ruin everything. And, um, the animals that they're serving us meat from and milk from and all this other stuff from, it ain't quite as natural as it should be. You know what I mean? 
but I was trying to wait on Takara to go into this hot seat. Uh, YJ, if you got anything to say, you can run it down. Any questions before we put her in the hot seat? I kind of want to give it, huh? That's what I wanted to ask her. So, like, yeah, the, hemp seed, the hemp, the hemp is what they extract before the plant. So, it's the THC, like, and we like a spray they put on there, or does it organically grow inside of the leaf? It's organically grow. So, this has no THC. Okay. No THC. So, when we talk so about hemp, you can't get high off this. <laughs> right. Which is why they probably never talk about this. Which is probably People, exactly okay because there okay. there is no um there is no THC there is no um cannabinoid in this so yeah see now you're saying stuff we know yeah now you're there, saying there stuff is <laughs> nothing in this that will give you a rush get you high in any way good okay so. We're gonna give you give we see you gotta do some of the babies. You're gonna get a 30 second countdown. Then we're gonna get to know Monroe. That rhyme. We're gonna get to know Monroe. I got bars to watch him if you didn't know. <laughs> I got real bars. You know what I want y'all to talk about? Because y'all the what? brothers and y'all united for the brothers. I want y'all to talk and about the sisters and the sisters and the sisters, but mm -hmm. The impact that y'all have on the black men, I've seen what it is that y'all do. And I want y'all to talk about more classes being offered for black men who are getting ready to have babies. That are getting ready to have babies? That are getting ready to have babies because in the world that we live in, postpartum is not talked about enough. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely not understood enough from the black man. And I feel like if there was a class that was offered for them to understand the hormonal changes and the different things that women go through in the, in the, I guess you will say caring and nesting process before the baby gets here, a lot of families will be together to this day. You know what? We're going to get into that. Um, well, as far as the um, postpartum part, we can invite some other sister. Wish we have another sister coming on. She hurries up. Um, we can get off into the postpartum discussion. Do thing. Girl, we I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to get with her. But we is gonna get off into the second part of what you said, which was what would help a lot of families stay together. We gonna get off into that, but it's gonna come with your demise. It's gonna come at your expense. It's gonna come. With you being in the hot seat, because we got questions. Awaja, how many you got over there? In the hot seat, tell them over. It's sweating over here. <laughs> how many you got over there, Awaja? Four. We didn't get you a fifth one. I wanted to give you ten. He gonna think of a, a, a last one. It's nine right now. You might Jesus get ten. Christ. It ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. You a brave soul. Now you seem real knowledgeable, ma'am. Okay. See, this is why I, I know. Try. I try no, to open up a book every now and again. See, sometimes you don't need a book. Sometimes it's just your opinion. All right, yeah. so we're going to rock it out. We're going to throw Monroe. I'm trying to keep calling you by your stage name. Yeah, because you you, yeah. you saw ready to call me by my good old government. I'm trying not <laughs> to. Um, I'm going to call you by your stage name. I'm going to throw my own advertisement up. From Monroe to the stage. Yeah. Set two. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to be professional here. Here we go. So, I see. It's going to come in 30 seconds after this. 
I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me. that he was so ready to challenge you with Awaja or challenge us with and Takara, he didn't bring it out. I couldn't wait to rip up his that, infinite knowledge. I don't know why they feel like they're challenging us. They not. This is not, none of this stuff be my personal opinion. That's the thing. They don't know. They don't I don't think a lot. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand we don't go off our opinion. This is years of study and also ancient black history of knowledge. We've always been the wise people. We just didn't know to go off the ancestors. But now we got the Bible. We know what's going on. You can't surprise us or jump, cause us to jump ship or change our mind or anything because we ain't standing on opinion. But we finna see what Cecily. Oh, I did it. I did it. We gonna see what Monroe stands on right here, right now. You ready? Uh, I I guess sure. You need 30 more seconds. We see you handling your mommy duties. We need 30 no, no, more they, seconds. They good. They on the couch watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All right, boom. So we're going to hit you with a uh, back and forth questionnaire. I give you one. He give you one. Try to answer them quick. If it if it causes for you to answer for, um, if it calls for an extended um, response, that's fine. We just want to be able to get through them, and then we're going to get to know Monroe, right? Mm-hmm. So... First question, what is your outlook on men today? And when we say this, notice that, understand if you don't already, which you may, the IJUPK, the Israelite School of Universal Practical Knowledge are strictly biblical. We do not care about other nations whatsoever. Their women don't concern us, only ours. Their men don't concern us, only ours. Their children don't concern us, only ours. We need help. So therefore, we can't concern ourselves with helping anybody else until our people are fit. Our people are the Black, Native, and Hispanic people, which are which make up the twelve tribes of Israel. That's how we stand. That's where we stand. That's biblical. If you have any questions? We can answer them. We need proof. We can give it. So when you hear these questions, we're only concerning you, you and our people. So. When we ask you, when I ask you this first question, what is your outlook on men today? We're only talking about Black, Native, and Hispanic men. Your opinion or anything that you want to bring out that's, that is fact or not in fact. Okay, I didn't hear the last part because you was talking to me. So you said, no, I was saying, uh, we Black you, men only? Black, Native, and Hispanic men, yeah. But what is your outlook on men today? Men today, my outlook. Um, it's very simple. We need y'all. Y'all have mm -hmm. not been forgotten, thrown by the wayside. We need y'all, but at the same time, of us needing y'all, we need y'all to be more understanding. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just that simple. I think that 
um, I hate this this new day and age that we're living in. We're living in the bad bitch um, mentality right now, where it's like, I don't need a man. I don't need a man for anything. I can do it all alone. Da, 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 da. I'm not that woman. I'm not that woman. I'll never be that woman. I need, um, I, it, and it's not like I need a man because I don't need a man, but I do need a man. There's things that I don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? And there, God made me a woman for a reason. God made you a man for a reason. And I just think that the clash comes a lot of times with not understanding. I, you know, women okay. don't understand what men go through on a daily basis. They don't understand what you have to be in this world. We don't understand because we are not black men. But y'all mm -hmm. don't understand what we do as women, mothers, business owners, because y'all are mm -hmm. not black women. So it's you know what I'm saying we we need y'all we 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 both as men and women just need to be more understanding. Okay, Elijah. Uh, I was just uh, she she kind of answered it because I was just gonna ask her like when you say we need to be more understanding, I was just gonna ask her to just elaborate on that just a little bit more. If she oh, she already that. did. Yeah, no, you had you had uh, what was your first question for? Oh, my first Salakia, Salakia. <laughs> first, we, first we, question, there we go my first question was um what do you think about interracial dating mm. 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 i'm not a fan i'm not a fan only because i don't i mean don't get me wrong i've tried a lot of things in my life and that is one of the things that i tried and I learned very quickly that we are not relatable. Shalom. Shalom. I learned very quickly. You said you tried that? Yeah. I, I, I dated a white man, but I learned very quickly that we were not compatible. Something as simple as, you know what I'm saying, going to meet friends and family. We do mm -hmm. not do the same thing. Black folks and white folks don't do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? They just don't. Um... I'm not going to say that you don't have genuine white people in the world that are, you know what I'm saying, they don't see race. They just see what is inside a person and all of that. But to be completely honest, the barriers, there are so many barriers that you have to get through in interracial dating that I mean, I have it in me to do. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be like, okay, what do you want to teach your child if you decide to have a child with this person? What do you want them to identify as? You know what I'm saying? What does black look like to you? Or what does white look like to you? And, okay. Okay. And all of these different things, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I remember when I found out it wasn't for me because he wanted me to go chill with some family. And, you know, it was like, yeah, we're just going to kick it out here by the lake. And we're going to frolic in the water. And we're going to get ate up by mosquitoes. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? This is just, you know, this ain't this ain't my thing. And don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. I graduated from a multicultural school. I went to school in, in Thurla Heights. I graduated from Stevenson. I probably, there probably was maybe 10 to 15 black people in my graduating class in 2007. So mm -hmm. I've been around it. I've I've seen it. I know that it exists. But for me. I communicate with my black man better. I want to love on the black man. I want to inspire the black man because 
I think that's what's important. I think I think that's what we need more of. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can say, okay, I'm done with brothers because they don't know how to date or they don't know how to communicate or they don't know how to love or they don't know. We can say all of these things about black men, but who is really sitting down to, I guess, encourage that or feed that or, you know what I'm saying? Just be, just be more understanding. Black people, mm -hmm. we go through so much in a day, in a week, in a month that I can't sit up here and talk to this white man about the fact that I got pulled over for being black and how I got hassled about being black. You're not going to understand that because you're not black. And when you get pulled over, you're good. So it's like little things that are going to come up mm -hmm. in life. How do you address those things? If I got if I got a child with a white man, but my child looks black because their hair is kinky and curly, or their skin is a little bit browner, and they get called a nigga in school, how do we how do we handle that? Because guess what? I am black. You know how do we handle these these controversy and subjects, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, you don't want it to get blown up and, and get out of proportion. So I just stay away from it altogether. You know what I'm saying? I raise black children okay. by black men. There you go. All right. I like that. She blew that question out the fucking water. Goddamn yes. All right. Do you feel that you build up and uphold your brothers of the flesh? Which means same men we've been talking about. Do you feel like, like, in other words, what? Come here. What do you do to uphold your brothers, to uplift them? In the world where black men are at the bottom, they trample on by everybody. They're all women, other races of men, other races of women. You know what I'm saying? We trample on so much and looked down upon by so many people and ruled over by so many people. Do you yourself or can you yourself say that you uphold and uplift the black man, Hispanic man or native man? Hey. Um. So I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to be completely transparent. Um, in the now, three years later, after having children, I know what I am supposed to do now. Um, when I first had my daughters, I probably wasn't the best understanding with their mm -hmm. father um, mm -hmm. because I had just had kids and it was about me and it was about what I was going through. And I didn't see what he was going through. Mm -hmm. I didn't see what... <laughs> I didn't see what his obstacles were. I didn't see what he was facing because once again, I'm a new mom. I just had babies. Not only did I have one baby, I had two babies. So it was like me, 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 me. But I didn't see what he was going through. Um, three years later, now I know that if he has an idea, you know, whether it makes sense to me or not, you know, encourage him to go after it. I know now that you know if he's thriving to do something to better himself you know what i'm saying be oh, understanding okay throw it in the garbage um because of my lack of understanding it caused us to drift apart you know what i'm saying because my lack of being like I said, understanding and understanding what he was going through as a man, being a new father. Not only is he a new father, he's a new father of twins. Not only is he a new father of twins, he's a new father of twins. 
the lack of understanding to become at odds with each other. Instead of us being partners, we were opponents. Um, in the now, I know that, you know what I'm saying, even when I don't have nothing to say at all, me just being encouraging is enough. You know what I'm saying? In the now, three years later, if your idea sounds like that crazy shit to me and I don't agree with it, I'm not going to tell you that I don't agree with it. I'm going to allow you to be that... Excuse me, go in there. I'm going to allow you to be that man. I'm going to allow you to make your mistakes. I'm going to allow you to bump your head because that's what a real woman does. A real woman sits back and encourages and gives insight. I'm not telling you what to do because you're not my child, but I'm going to guide it in a way where it's almost like the, um, what is it? It's almost like the reverse psychology. You said you wanted to do something, but it doesn't make sense. But the idea that I have is better, but I'm going to twist it and make it seem like it was your idea. And then when you do it and you succeed, I'm going to congratulate, but I really know it was something that I, you know, put together. I'm not going to call you stupid. I'm not going to call you dumb. I'm not going to say it's not going to work. I'm just going to reverse it. And what I think, I'm going to talk it over with you. And when you say it's a good idea, I'm going to allow you to go down that path because that's what women do. Women, we have the power to make or break y'all. We have the power to bring you to the highest point of, of, of greatness and we have the power to break you down to the lowest point of nothing hey, you did it. so with that being said um yeah it's like i didn't understand what i was doing when i was doing it because okay. i had never been a mother i had never had kids i had never went through all these emotional roller coasters and ups and downs and uncertainties i didn't know what the fuck was going on with me and now I probably was the reason that ran him away. You know what I'm saying? But don't but women don't want to talk about that. Women don't want to say that. Okay, let me put my big girl panties on and say that I'm the reason that this man ain't with me no more. I'm the reason that you know this went the way that it did. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's the beautiful thing in growth, and that's a beautiful thing in growing and, and evolving. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing in evolving because you realize things about yourself that you didn't see. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to take that look in the mirror at yourself. But okay. in the now, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's it's being more understanding and being more uplifting and saying, you know what I'm saying, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? You can go after anything you want. You can be the greatest black man on the planet of this earth. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a, and I'm a ride and I'm a stick by you. Even if I don't agree with it, I agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it'll be that. So for your straightforward answer to a question, do you feel you build up or up, uphold your brothers of the flesh? Now, Tim, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I'm more so asking than telling or, or quoting. That you're saying you do now because you know to encourage the black man or encourage the the uh, brother that you had kids with and um, to allow them 
to, in the lack of a better term, to lead almost? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And well. with, without being so, oh, why are we doing that? And why you want to yeah. do that? And da -da 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 -da. Yeah. the nagging, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, you know, at, at the end of the day, whether we're together or not, he's their father. So I have to mm -hmm. trust his judgment. You know what I'm saying? Whether I agree with it or I don't. I have to trust his judgment that he's going to do the best thing for his daughters and for himself. So it's like, you know, being more supportive and allowing you to lead as a man. Because a lot of us women, we have masculine, we have masculine traits, i.e. myself. Um, but you gotta you gotta put that aside, you know what I'm saying? Because God created the man for a specific reason, as well as he created the woman for a specific reason. And a lot of people they don't want to play into gender roles, but gender roles, I mean, that's that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be no man, you shouldn't want to be no woman. So there are gender roles. Um and just and just allowing it to be authentic and let it flow, you know what I'm saying? Like I I I trust you that you I trust you enough to know that you're not gonna harm or hurt this family. So I'm not gonna tear you down in the process. You know? Right. Okay. Awaja. Now we're gonna come back to some of these um in a discussion, but right now we're just taking in your answers. You might see me writing over some notes. Uh, okay. You, you might see Elijah doing it, but he's just trying to copy off me because I'm, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Elijah, go ahead. Um, so like you says, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Um, what do you think a woman's role is in marriage? Mm. So I'm not a married mm. woman, but. I'm going to give my answer based upon. Uh, Let me give you a preface. Can I give you a preface? What's a preface? Um, a part before that part he just said. Okay. Some, some to put you. I'm gonna put you in a state of mind of a certain thing. Hmm. Sex being marriage. So. Because sex is marriage. Let's 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 get real deep. Scripture says mm -hmm. everybody that you have sex with, you are. You know what I'm saying? Spiritually married to. So. That is technically true. <laughs> yeah. So according to the most high, you would be married. The, the last man you lay with would be your husband. Right. So don't say you're not a wife. We you're definitely qualified to be a rib. You're somebody's rib. So with that being said, ask it again and watch it. That's the preface. So here's the question. First put yourself in that mind state. Okay. And then we'll ask the question to watch. What is the woman's role in a marriage? Um it's really simple. She is the neck. He is the head. Okay. All right. Okay. I was scared. Salakia for cutting off the hot seat. I was just <laughs> nervous where that was going. Very fucking nervous over there where that was going. Start over. Give me give us the answer again. So Salakia. Um, in a marriage, the woman is the neck and the man is the head. The head cannot move without the neck. And that's not to say mm -hmm. that that's not to say that you do everything I say. That's just to say that. I'm holding you up in so many words. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm taking care of this sport. I'm I'm holding this down. Um, the house, the kids, you know what I'm saying? Everything that comes along with, when we talk about building the empire, building the palace, this is the palace. Everything that contributes to the palace, the palace got to take, you know, you got to have clean clothes. You got to have, you know, toiletries. You got to be able to 
you know what I'm saying, make a house for like a home. So everything that the palace requires, that's what the neck does. And when it's time for the head to move, the head moves. But the head don't discuss nothing without the neck. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we we are together. We are conjoined. Um, when it when if we're in public and I need to speak, I speak. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that you got me under a, a hypnosis or control, but it's like I let you lead until something intervenes where I need to say something. And then the moment that I say something, then you know what I'm saying, that that it is what it is. It's that. Wait, Slocky. Um, UPK Zarya says she's a Tawab guest. She is a Tawab guest. I agree with you for once ever in life. Zarya, <laughs> Zarya is um, a sister in the UPK. She said you're a Tawab guest, which means Tawab is good. It's, it's Hebrew for good. She's saying you're a good guest. But uh, Slocky, I interrupted again, but go ahead. Or oh, was that the answer? Say that again. I'm sorry. No, I was I was asking what your what's your answer finished. We got a few more questions. You said was my answer what? No, did that complete your answer or was you yeah, still that completed my answer? Okay, so it's on me. Um you kinda um <laughs> I think she rolled her eyes at me. Zari has a bad attitude. We just ignore her around here. She, kinda, <laughs> she think we we allow her to think she run things and then you know. She cusses out from time to time. But um, <laughs> but um, should a woman compete with her man, be submissive or rule over him? Now, I'm going to tell you, I was going to wait, but I, I can't wait. I'm, I got bad patience. Um, um, this question is really a glorious question to ask you because throughout this thing, it's like you've been... Uh, then it'd be like, eh. then it'd be like, eh. you know what I'm saying, with your answers. So this question right here, I think is going to, I mean, later on, you're going to get into why this particular question. Don't do that. She could be on the show. She she more of a guest than you. Leave her alone. Hey, Shalom, sis. Shalom. Shalom, little sis. <laughs> but um, I'm going to ask it again. Should a woman compete with her man? Be submissive or rule over him. Um. Okay. So, what's on the drink? Okay. Um. I'm gonna see you like this. Once again, your sister is learning. It's a learning process. Um. Mm -hmm. I'm a very competitive person. Very, very competitive. That's the nature of me. I used to be very. Um. Go get your cup. Go get your cup on the table. Go get your cup on the table. I used to be a very competitive person on the table. Go get your cup. I used to be a Rush very competitive back. person with the guys. Um, I can outrun you, uh, especially in the gym. I mean, I, I I be in the gym like I can I can do more reps. I can you know what I'm saying. But uh, no, I learned that really quickly. <laughs> no. Being in comp competition with a man is what what joy is that going to bring you? Now, it could be friendly competition if you're going to talk about competition. We could have friendly competition. You know, me and their dad do it generally because I'm a gym rat. And No, no, wait, wait. Not friendly competition. We talking about in the relationship in the household. Oh, no, there should be no, um, no, in the relationship, there should be no competition. It's not a competition. Um, no, it's, it's like a multiple choice. It's a three, it's a three choice. You got to oh, pick three one. Choices? Oh, say, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Uh, I would say submissive. 
I but then that's a that's a two part thing because every woman is not gonna be submissive to every man that she is with. It's a certain type of man that brings out submission in a woman, and that is that's that's it. Nobody can tell me any different. I have. You know what I'm saying? In this lifetime, I have had guys, I've, I've, you know what I'm saying, outside of their father, I've been with other guys, and no, I was not submissive to every man. Absolutely not. Um, mm -hmm. Because every man did not possess that within him to allow me to be submissive. Every man is not a dominant alpha male. You have beta males. And they don't understand what, come get some. They don't understand what submission is so i me as a as a woman as a black woman yes submit to my man submission does not mean weak submission actually means that you are very strong damn right stop it I think I think Zarya threatened to take me to council. I don't know what nah, I don't know what <laughs> she ain't threatening to take you to council. No, nah, I think she I thought she was talking shit about three cents. So oh, I, I just now see at the bottom. I just now saw at the bottom like what you're talking about, like the comments. You ain't been seeing these comments? These uh-uh. I think I think you said that when you was messing with the baby, you know, we'll jump on you about them kids. We, <laughs> Um, I, I just I just seen I just seen them comments at the bottom like oh okay I see but no like um but yeah like they're ideally ideally every woman wants to submit to a man but every man is not worthy of submission so you know that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day but um it might here, be the day might be the day hold on pause seven is on you okay here Seven, we're not gonna fight. We are not gonna fight over a cup. Yeah, the sister made a heavy point though. Like, go get that cup. Uh, oh, let me get it. Let me get it. Let me get it down. Go ahead. The sister made a heavy point when she said, "Uh, it's 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 it take a strong woman to submit. It's strong because of all the influence that we that that sisters have in this world today about being a, a being a badass bitch, being a boss ass bitch." Being an independent woman, you don't need no man. So what the sister is bringing out is heavy, and it do take a strong sister to uh, be submissive, especially with all the outside influence of the oppressor. So like you says, go ahead. I, yeah, no, that's 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 only that's only true. Um, I got female friends that we we've had this conversation. Like, what is submission? And uh, you can't join this part. You can't join this part. You only in the hot seat. She only get questions and answers. <laughs> <laughs> but what you, what you just said though, I feel you on her. What a lot of what she's saying is very heavy. But I'm gonna give you my analysis after we're done. Took a lot of notes on what she's saying, and one thing is consistent about her. I don't know if she noticed, and which she has noticed, but I don't think she noticed the extent because she said certain things to let me know that she noticed. And it's, it's gonna sound confusing if I try to explain it now. But um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna run it by. Hold up, but Yorah says. Now, if every man isn't worth, wait, I don't want him to give some away. What it says? Is every man is every man? You can, you can see that. That's, that's totally true. Yorosh, you gotta slow it down. I, hey, yo, Salakia, you gotta slow. 
You're you hitting her with it too fast. Oh, but no, no, no. She's still in the hot seat. That's, that's a true statement. Every man it is, is but I didn't want you to get that yet. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted that after the hot seat. <laughs> I'm taking him to council. That's it. I was going to get to that. We're going to remember that question. I'm going to put, I'm going to um, favorite. He's officially a part of the show as long as he is here. Because apparently this nigga. It don't it. show, it don't tell you like how he many He knows what I'm about to say. God. <laughs> <laughs> you are sure. Man. Slocky, what, what's, what's, what's your ring, man? This brother right here, man, he. He he's like he in my head. I gotta know his rank, man. I gotta know his rank. So I gotta know if I can order him to get out of get out of my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who turn was it? It's it's oh, he it's, five stacks. So lock you out of one. I can't give you the order to get out of my thoughts. Feel free to stay here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with the nigga killing me. So lock you out of one. But um. <laughs> Yeah, man. God damn it. I, I don't even know what to say no more. We just, I'm going to put the question back. I don't even want, I don't even want the push-ups. To come. <laughs> I don't even want no problems. I'm going to leave the question up there. And that's what we're going to go by. You can feel free. That's the, that's the next statement you can respond to. He got the next one. Breaking order. Go ahead. It says, now, if every man isn't worth submission, then every man isn't worth having sex with. How do you respond to that? That's totally true. Like every woman isn't worth having sex with. Okay, I, I, agree, I agree with that. There's no lie there. Mm-hmm. Normally, when we when when it's given when it's on the man or the subject is on the man, I don't allow you to switch and like go for the woman. But I will allow that because that's a great fucking response. If I had, I'm gonna get a soundboard where I can get some applause and drop bombs and shit like Captain Cotton's out there. But all right, so boom, that's the response, sir. If you got that, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I hope that um, exit out some of the push-ups you was gonna give me. So like you, Elijah, he give me push-ups on coming down to you because you should have said something. I'm <laughs> talking shit, but um, yeah. So um, who who question was that? Uh. I think that was. Uh, he said, "Get a sister a hand." Come on, Elijah, okay, hurry up! Give you your progress. Keep y'all busy. Hold on. But uh, who you just asked the last question? You did. Nah, sir, you did. I did. Is your turn? Kind of. That was the shit of woman. Yep, because that's what that brought him up to the to that statement. Um, of if he's not worth submission, then he's not worth having sex with. Okay, boom. So that one she blew out the water. I didn't even have to take notes on that one. She killed that one. One second, y'all. One second. I'm trying to give them a project. And that's what do your thing. Just um wave your hand in front of the camera. Let Here. us know when you're ready. We're gonna pull you down, all right? Here, look, two eggs for you. I don't know if she heard me or not. Hopefully she waved her hand. Yeah, she blowing it out the water. Um Takara's so still supposed to be coming. She had to do some things with uh baby Christopher. And she said she got distracted. This is about five seconds from being in the school. Almost. She about ready. Um, we got to tweak a couple things. Um, yeah. Just a couple little things. And I, I took some notes, so hopefully we can, you know what I'm saying, give it that 
that little nudge she need, that little tightening, you know what I'm saying? Tighten that boat up and then boom. But you know, coming into the school to do all of that. But um, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um kind of okay. Out of a thousand men, I found one, but out of sisters, I found none. So, you know, me, yeah, I'm strictly scriptures. I ain't gonna have the highest hopes, but I won't have the lowest either. Uh, uh, um, yeah, man, you got me in here talking crazy to 5,000. So, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell him to wait. That was crazy. First time I ever did that in my life. No, it's not. When I first came into the school, side note, I told her 5,000. I told her 5,000. I was like, hey, Shalom, warrior. God. Uh, so, 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 so. <laughs> And I was like, everybody was calling me. He was like, yo, delete that. That's a, that's an officer. It is. I'm like, I don't know. They called me warrior. I didn't know it was a way of big dog. And you no, know what no, I mean? No, I he did keep saying warrior, though. It's crazy. It was crazy. Come on, come on. Same exact thing. Man, yeah, I fucked up. I was like, yo, Shalom, warrior. He was like, yo, I'm 5,000. Like, yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? I know, I, I know your rank. I, I couldn't wait to meet you. I know your rank. <laughs> But then it was like I was a 50. So <laughs> so I shouldn't have been saying this shit at all. But okay, boom. Um what was we had hit it with it a while? Your okay. turn. I, I got a you. question. What do you think? What do you think about women having sneaky links and, and, and stepping out on a man and things of that nature? <laughs> be a popular thing, that's this new world that we live in. We live in this new world, you know what I'm saying? A sneaky link is the new thing to do and all of that when you could just be honest. Hey, bro, look, I ain't feeling you. You're not feeding me what I need, whether that be physically, emotionally, sexually, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've always thought, I, I, I mean, a lot of wait, people- Wait, wait, hear this question, hear this question, because I want you to hit this- Listen, listen, a lot of people that know me, that genuinely know me. Okay, what am I supposed mm -hmm. to call you now? Because, you know, I know your government. What What is it? Oh, um, Kazak. It's pronounced Kazak. Kazak. Okay. So, Kazak is a person that's been knowing me since before we found out who we were as people, right? Mm -hmm. I've always been a straightforward person. I've always been somebody that I'm not going, I'm not going to pity back with you. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the truth, bro. If your sex ain't hitting on it, look, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what you need to do, but you're not satisfying me sexually. And that's the reason that a lot of people got sneaky links and whatever, whatever. You're not satisfying me sexually. Or I feel like if I'm somebody that you're having sex with, you need to come with this, that, and the third. A lot of people don't want to have those un comfortable conversations but it's the uncomfortable conversations that we need to have because mm -hmm. without those uncomfortable conversations then you got shit like sneaky links i'm about to have another baby over here Be, like it, it's just too much keep it real the truth hurts nobody likes the truth but the truth is the truth so i feel like if more people were honest you wouldn't need no sneaky link what you need one for i gotta i gotta okay i gotta follow up with that because a sneaky link it's not I don't think a sneaky link is about lying I think it's more so about somebody it is because why, why, why you sneaking why you sneaking 
I'm gonna tell you. So people typically nowadays want to have. I know why they're sneaking. I can answer that. I'm gonna answer that question directly. They're sneaking because typically their sneaky link is somebody they're not supposed to be messing with, or they have somebody. They have a husband or a rib, and they mess with somebody they feel they shouldn't be messing with. Okay, so in the process of being sneaky, there's a lie somewhere. That's like if I tell my children, you can't have cookies before dinner. And I'm upstairs, and I'm doing something in the bathroom, and I come down, and somebody done crept and got some cookies. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to lie. About getting the cookies because they know they wasn't supposed to do it. So if I say, did you get some cookies? No, mommy, I didn't get no cookies. Now you got to lie about it. You got to lie about getting the cookies because you know you wasn't supposed to get the cookies in the first place. Right. Zari is also right. Real intentions with, that's true. But uh, you may not have real intentions, but what about the person do you like that you got to sneak around with them? Listen to this. Um, as a sometimes this, I didn't have to put that up there, but I'm gonna send him an email real quick. Sometimes a sneaky link. If it's a a woman who has no one, a man who has nobody, and they're linking up with each other, but they just don't want other people in their business to know what they're doing. Some people okay, are very so, secretive about. It. So okay, so then in that terms, we're not gonna call it a sneaky link. We just gonna say that I'm private with my life because. And when I hear sneaky link, I I in my mind automatically goes to you originally got somebody, you got somebody that you entertain in 24-7, da, 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 but you also got other people that contribute to your life and you like them for a certain reason because they bring something to your life, whether that may be emotional support, whether that may be financial support, whether they may be mentally stimulating. So, when you say a sneaky link, what are you sneaking about? Hold up, y'all. That's the point of a sneaky link, to link up with somebody, to link up and nobody knows about it at all, not even their closest friends. It's childish term. It is a very childish term. It's a very childish term because, you know what I'm saying, like, it's crazy how the terminology has changed within the last five years because I'm just finding out what no cat means. But, but like, <laughs> I was like, what is that? You know what I'm saying? But that's what I think. When I hear sneaky link, I hear, hey, for example, I'm with my child, but he don't give me, you know what I'm saying, X, Y, and Z. So I got to sneak around because this person gives me what I need. Anybody got time for that? Because I ain't got Wait, time so for the lies again. that I told to cover up the lies that I told. Hold up, I, I threw you off. I threw you off, Monroe. Salakia. One time, for one time, a watcher. Ask the question again. Okay, so, um, Monroe, we're going to try to blow through the rest of these. We only got a few more. So, try to answer them as direct as possible. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to have him answer it again because I blew this one. I, I kind of messed with it. I jumped right in there. I shouldn't have been. The more I sip this uh fine um yeah. drink here, it's definitely yeah. Smart sister. See, I, I knew I fuck with you for a reason. Oh, well, I just said I shouldn't either. I want to tell you that. I'm lying. I said what? What? Uh, <laughs> hey, Shalom, right. y'all about to be out here rocking thigh out of one. Y'all about to be out here rocking thigh out of one. I got those clearly. Come on, I can hear you. We hear you, sir. 
most high Christ. I may stay here for like five or six minutes. I got to class. Okay, no sweat, sir. Uh, it's too but Whenever you want to come back, just let me know. I got your email saved. I send that boy in. All right. All right, so ask the question again, and then uh, Monroe will try to answer it. Direct as possible. Okay. Uh, uh, Salaki, sir, I just wanted to see if I don't have something you just wanted to chime in on, or was he just sitting there for a second? Oh, um, nah, so I was going to go based off what the sister said earlier. Um, when she actually spoke, when she did answer the question kind of directly, the sister said something very, very important, which we have to actually focus on. When it came to mm-hmm. the all right, she said these words, and let me make sure I say it uh, almost exactly like she said. She said, "If you are not satisfying me sexually, this is the reason why I'm doing it." Now, correct me if I'm wrong. That is what you said, correct, sis? Yes. Other things like mentally, emotionally, sexually. I feel that's the reason why people have sticky links. Now, how would you know? How would you know if a man is satisfying you sexually or not? What made you figure that out? That's my question. Hmm. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. Um, how would I know? Yes. I mean, I guess you would. You yes, that is gorgeous. Go do another one for me. That is beautiful. Oh my god! Look at that. Go do another one. Go do another one. Okay, the sister say, you know, he found um, that with the bathroom. That's pretty fun. Okay. Um, I would say, I mean, I mean, you gotta have sex with that person. Clearly, of course, to find out if they satisfy you sexually. Um, but I mean, I don't have a sneaky link, but I know people who that do, and so I'm just going off of what I have heard. It's multiple reasons why people have sneaking links. Um, I just use sex as one of them because that's one of the biggest reasons that people have sneaky links. It's so I can have sex with somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Or do something with somebody else. And like the young lady said before, I don't want nobody to know about it. Well, but now who when you don't want nobody to know about something, that means that you're not. Uh, hold on, Moro. Hold on, Moro. You sloppy, sir. So who are you comparing it to? If someone is not satisfying you sexually, who are you comparing that man to? I don't think it would be a comparison. I think it would be... Now, if you're asking me to answer this question off based off me, for me, it's not a comparison. For me, it's what I enjoy. For me, it's what I like. For me, it's what I am enticed by. For me... So like you, sir, my man. That's my, my bad, sir. Uh, so what I think what he... At, well, I'm sure of what he's asking is... You said that a lot of times is well. You gave the example of you not satisfying me. Um, I want I don't want to have the babies hear it too much. Okay. But you not satisfying me um, sexually. And what he's what what the other one is asking you is how do you know what to compare it to? You was like like typically when something's not satisfying you sexually, it's because you had. You've experienced one thing that you know that you enjoy, and then you're experiencing something else, and you're not enjoying it so much. Okay, so I would say, <clears throat> I would say sometimes you don't even have to have the act. A conversation can let you let you know if you're going to um, be enticed by this person sexually. I'm gonna use an example. No names. I had a guy in my life that told me that you know what I'm saying. I I'm I don't you know what I'm saying. I don't eat pussy. 
Oh, okay. I know from your conversation, and I've never had sex with you, I know that I'm not going to enjoy having sex with you because these are the things that I like to do when I am intimate with somebody. Right, but how do you know you like that thing, though? How do, I, how do I know I like that thing? I'm... I'm First of all, women, we are sexual beings. I think we I think we experiment with ourselves and on ourselves before any man has ever been able to do anything to us. And I think that's a lot of women. Why do you think they have sex toys? Why do you think they have sex toys? Women are doing things with themselves and to themselves for them to find out what spot is what. What entices you what do you like you got to know your body as a woman before anybody gets a chance to explore it so if you tell me that you're not into certain things by your conversation and i have probably done these things to myself and i and i deem myself as liking them then that means that i know off conversation what you will and will not do i'm not going to be enticed by having sex with you because I think the first thing that people get excited about about having sex is the mental, the 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 sapiosexual, that conversation, that you know what I'm saying. Oh my God, this person's words made my body feel like this, and I want to have sex with them. Now, outside of the physical being the first thing that you see, you gotta you gotta base it off of something. You gotta have. You can't just be like, oh, he a fine motherfucker. I want to fuck him. Like that's not good enough. You, you got to have conversation. You got to have dialogue. You got to be able to get into a person's mind. So when mm -hmm. you do that and you unlock those Pandora boxes in the mental, you know that, mm, uh, you know what, boo? We can be friends. We can be cool. Off of the conversation, I don't even want to go there with you. You know what I'm okay, saying? I don't even want to let my go down. So, so, hold on, hold on. Salaki, Salaki. We, we're trying to get you to stick into the realm of a certain thing. We're trying to figure out how to do it without promoting, without pushing your answer in a certain direction. So, like you well, said, I mean, it, it, it's not going to push my it. answer. Just can be completely honest because you're, you're, he asked me, he asked me, how do I know that I like this thing if I did not have sex with somebody? Ooh, okay, that's what I was going to bring up. Right. You just brought up the perfect part. I'm glad you said it because I was trying to get it together in my head on what he said. That's exactly what he said. Okay, perfect. But then you brought up like um fellatio, which is like um oral sex, fellatio. Same thing, right? And then you said you went so far, then you left the realm that we was that we was in and said that it's certain things that a woman would do. Okay, to be, be, don't, don't be no fighting. Absolutely. Takara, welcome to your uh job that you late to. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. I was trying to come a lot faster. Hi. Hi everybody yeah, yeah, no doing. Problem. You know, yeah, my right. baby. We, we, we got Monroe in the hot seat right there. But, um, Slock, you still there, Monroe? She froze up a little bit. Monroe? Did Abu want to elaborate a little bit more or get into a little bit more of his question that he had? Well, absolutely. Well, the sister, the sister gave good responses. And this, mm -hmm. is, and this is really what it is. We chose pleasure instead of morality, and that's it. We chose pleasure over morality. We chose pleasure over structure. We we chose pleasure over what was right. And the sister answered it, and she led into exactly what we needed to talk about and exactly what we needed to focus on. All right. It's just, it, and she, 
And she did it perfectly. I asked that question purposely, saying, what are you comparing the standards to? And then she went into detail about all the stuff you would do before you get a man. And this is what these sisters and these mothers teach our daughters. That's why the Bible says prostitute, not thy daughter. There's a way that we end up prostituting our daughter. And prostituting your daughter doesn't just mean paying for sex. Prostituting your daughter is telling her, wait until you find the right one, but have sex with all these men so you can try them out. So you can try right. every last color in the rainbow and every lollipop in the bag. Like this is exactly right. what it is. And this is Zion, what destroys our family. This is what destroys our sisters. This is what destroys our daughters. And this is what we need to attack. God damn right. I'm sorry, y'all went all the way out. And only thing I yeah, heard we say, seen you had froze, and then the shit he said was so heavy, I don't even know how to repeat that shit. I'm a thousand. The last thing I heard him say was, "This is what we teach our daughters," and then it went out. No problem. Uh, we teach our daughters how to pour each other, to pour themselves out, by teaching them the things that we teach them, teaching them, you know, waiting for the right one. But as long as you, you know, and try out all these types of men, like if we end up, like I said. We end up trying every last color in the rainbow, every lollipop in the bag, and then when we try to find Mr. Right, we don't end up finding Mr. Right. We end up finding some so-called clown, and then we end up blaming black men for being the clown that y'all end up being with, and we can't do that. We have to start taking responsibility of our actions, and when I say our actions, I'm referring to black women. There are things we can do to avoid our sisters getting with proper men. Stop trying, stop trying every man on the earth to see who's good at sex, who's good at fellatio, who's good at absolutely nothing when it comes to building up a family. That means absolutely nothing when it comes to marriage. That means absolutely nothing. All right. Fellatio isn't going to teach your child how to not kill each other. You understand? Fellatio isn't going to help raise your daughter into being a princess and making sure she's not being slutted out somewhere the next block over while you're at work at Dollar General and Burger King and Chick-fil-A working three jobs just so you can survive and you're still getting child support from the government and food assistance, still living in poverty. Like, this is what's going to happen. Fellatio isn't going to fix that. Good Rod isn't going to fix that. You understand? Watch your fingers. Watch your fingers. You do that. Oh, I will, mommy. Damn right, sir. Damn, that's heavy right there. Uh, Listen, I'm over here like, <laughs> ain't that the truth? Because I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, man. So, like, y'all know who invited this guy. I was going to say the same thing to Car. Don't worry about that, man. I was going to say the same shit. I'm going to have to go, though, because I got to teach my class over here in VA. Yeah. So. I don't know what's up. Tawada, sir. And Shalom. Y'all about to get your Y'all about to get your thumb. Y'all about to get your thumb. Hey, I was going to say that same thing. Awaji, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say it just like that, too. Yeah, I agree though because a lot of times a lot of they don't teach the the kids stuff. I just had to tell my cousin because she's like, um, I'm at my boyfriend's house and I prefer to be over there. I don't feel like finishing school. And I said, Well, where's your mom at? And why don't you feel like finishing school? You're 17. You want to be 50 and people teaching you because you got to go back to get your GED? No, we're gonna take you. You're gonna get your school records. You're gonna get your shots. Mm -hmm. Guess who's in school now? Because where your mom at? You shouldn't be laid up with your boyfriend. Your mama let you go to your boyfriend's house and lay up and do something. Yes, and what you, you want to know something? Not to cut you off. That's what that's what there's a lot of. That's what there's a lot of. And the reason why there's what yeah. there's a lot of because we're like let's take it back old school. 
Old school. Where's Big Mama? Old school where you had to stay in a child's place. You couldn't Where's sit Big while Mama we were doing at? stuff. Let me tell you yeah. something. I was I'm from I'm I'm from the hood, from Seven Mile, Wyoming. Grew up in the neighborhood. Everybody that was in the neighborhood that was my age at 14, 15, 16, they was in they was involved in too much. They was doing too much. Oh, Luckily enough for me, I had my grandmother. My mother had to go to work. I had my grandmother, and my grandmother was the one picking me up from school. My grandmother was the one who I was at home with. My grandma was the one who was there until my mama got off work, and that was at like 10 night. So the morals and the values that you that you were forced to have back then. Because you yes. were forced. It wasn't no such thing as I don't want to. You yes. were forced to have. Exactly. You don't, you're not forced to have now. Because nope. it ain't no more big mama. It ain't yep. no more you're going to get up and go to church on Sunday. You're going to wear a slip under your dress because you're a young lady. You're going to you're gonna dress accordingly. You're not going to be involved in adults and grown folks business because you you're not supposed to. No, it wasn't no. none of that. It wasn't no. none of that. Let me cut in right here. So when you talk, to, so when he said, uh, "Monroe, how do you know you want to be a sneaky?" Link? I don't okay, think she can hear. I don't hear. Monroe, I can hear y'all. Okay, you know I'm this gonna, is uh, loud over here because I got two people. Yeah, talking. I see. I see. You got twins, and it ain't easy. I babysitted babysitting my twin sisters once, and yeah, oh, listen, listen, I got one in the game. I'm the champ. <laughs> you can't tell me shit now. Nah. I got. Nah, you. Yeah, I ain't dealing with it. I couldn't. I don't say I'm not dealing with it, but they older now, and I. I but yeah. it is you got to keep them busy. As long as you keep them busy and intrigued and and entertained with stuff. Mm-hmm. Now look, so when you mentioned um, so Takara, you came in a little late. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, Monroe been on here been on here causing an uproar. She keeps saying stuff to trigger every UPK citizen in the I'm freaking world. People. <laughs> So they, it's because you're just saying stuff that we, we're naturally going to want to elaborate on, right? Like you just brought out. When you say trigger, is that in a good way or a bad way? It's not a bad way. Just like he, that brother right there is in Virginia. He, he's a five thousand over Virginia. And um, well, I don't know if he's over. He's in Virginia. You know what I'm saying? But he felt the need to come on here and put his input in because of the stuff that you're saying. Like you bring out a lot of stuff that's real heavy and it's a lot of issues. But the thing is, in the midst of your growth, as I'm quoting what you said, your growth, it's like you're hitting on the correct thing, but then you're missing it as well. And it's not your fault. It's because as Black people, we are taught this thing. Hold on, wait one second. We're all taught the same thing. And we're starting to, we get it wrong so often, but it's so this these mistakes are so common with our people that it seems like the right thing. And for example, the most recent thing you said was Big Mama. Little did, did we know it was never Big Mama's job to have to enforce a damn thing. It yes, was supposed to be Granddaddy's job to enforce a thing. Guaranteed, the person who got on Big Mama's ass and taught her what she knows was her father. Because during her time, because back in the 60s, the 50s, and past times before that, the father was able to teach his children and teach yeah. his daughters a certain thing. You know what I'm saying? Because not to take anything away from sisters, mothers have been doing their thing. But the, the things they have been taught and passed down to them that's been drilled in their brain has been the wrong thing. The household needs a man, right? Yeah. It absolutely needs a man. He's the enforcer. It's a video that I kind of want to pull up, but because we took so much time, I'm not sure how much time we got before a while Jamaicans get off. 
But um, he he's typically an enforcer. I seen this video of this little girl. She was dancing and shaking her little butt. And when her father walked in, she was mortified, completely mortified of what he possibly could have seen her doing. And with that, she like off the whole shebang. It was no more dancing. It was no more shaking her little butt. None of that because the father should be the enforcer of the household, right? Now, with that being said, I want to get off into a few things. I'm going to elaborate on a few things you said during your uh, hot seat time. All right, Monroe? Mm-hmm. We're going to go over and we're going to kick it on it, but we can't be too long-winded because we don't want the show to go over by too much. What's today? Tuesday, Ock? Kind of it ain't too many major classes. You got you got to do the Brotherhood class? Uh, not to my knowledge, sir. Okay, cool. So um, I'm going to run over a few things you said in these responses. I had to take them real quick because I didn't want to have to pause you or interrupt you. Okay, so you made the statement that says we are not Salaki, you said we are not pushed away. So when you say we are not pushed away but I say we, you saying black men, you say we are not pushed away. And one thing I noticed about all of your responses is you was left field and you was also right field. You was correct, but you was also incorrect. It's like you lukewarm in it, and but you still scaling the balance in your mind because even you was saying like, I'm still learning, I'm still getting, I'm still growing. In other words, you saying, I don't know, but these are some things, and you was giving us some things that you haven't grown in and that you have grown in. That's why it was real heavy. And we was like, damn, she brought that shit out. And other times you would see us like crack a smile, like, mm, says no. But then you'd be like, well, damn, yeah, she got that shit. Because a lot of shit you got, you like two steps away from being UPK. If you had to came on here with a head wrap, I've been convinced that you've been watching classes. But you said we wasn't pushed away. Black man has been pushed away forever. I know you probably didn't see the episode of our podcast when it was, does the black man and the black woman need each other? And we show videos of black women who would be the mothers of, of our generation. They are the mothers of our generation. And what they were saying is, I don't need a man. What do I need a man for? I could do it all by myself. I don't need a man holding me down because they belittled the black man. And who taught them that? Our oppressing nation taught, taught them that they don't need a black man. But if you look at these generations now, these last two or three generations, right? Like two or three, Awaja? Am I correct on that? Okay. All right, so the last two or three generations was raised by women. You've seen a, a, a growth in crime. You've seen a, a ray, an, an increase in homosexuality. You've seen an increase of men who want to be women, women who want to be men. Child molestation, they're even starting to push um, I forgot what it's called, the sexual orientation to where a, an adult can lay with the child legally. They can have a relationship together. You know what I'm saying? They're starting to push that because we're starting to amend with our oppressors so much and we have too much compromise. Women typically run off of an emotional factor. Their, their minds are not built for warfare. It's not supposed to be that way. Women are loved and, they, and they, they are, their power is in a femininity. The strongest man that we are, we are all fear will go home to his woman and act like a teddy bear. You know what I'm saying? Because of her femininity, right? But with that being said, we don't really have that no more. Everybody is pushing the black man to the side. The women are ruling over him. They're kicking him out the house. If he don't make enough money, then he can't be there. He's worthless. He's this. He can't see his children. America tells him he's not a real parent. He's just a secondary citizen. He's a secondary parent. 
Um, they give her all rights right out the gate, whether she's a good mom or bad mom, the child goes straight to her. If he's a good father, it does not matter. You know what I'm saying? My um my um I had a friend whose mother was um was being investigated by CPS because her children was being um abused in a, in some sort of way, right? And then so the father took the child. They investigated the father just because he's the father and not the mother. They had to make sure that it wouldn't be better for that child to go into the system, even though the father had his own home. The father had a whole family with a man and woman in the house. The father had a good job. The father paid bills. The father raised him, taught him at home as well as in school. This child went from having a speech impediment to speaking better than most adults. And he still investigated them every step of the way for a year straight. You know what I'm saying? Even when she went to fight to get her kids back after showing abuse and having all her kids taken away, they considered taking the child back from the father to put him back into that situation. Or they considered taking the child from the father and put him into the system. So the man has always been, black man has always been pushed to the side and treated like the lowest citizen on earth. That's one thing. And then you said, I don't, but I do need a man. Did I mute? Did I mute her? You muted yourself, Monroe? Did I mute you, Takara? Uh, did I mute you, Monroe? You muted yourself? Yeah, I muted myself because I was okay, going to be able to talk. All right, I ain't want I ain't want to um I ain't want nobody to think I shut him out. Y'all did it yourself, that's fine. No. So you said I do, but I don't need a man. Um, as a woman that has had children, those children are gonna need their father as well is going to be it would be better for you to have that structure in the house as a father you um really in your answer show so much wisdom i've never really seen a woman show so much wisdom as you did but then show where she hasn't grown all together in one you show so much wisdom but then you also show that left field you can bring left i mean you can bring left field or right field either or because you would say i do need a man but I don't need a man. So can I elaborate off that? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so in life, there's a positive and negative to everything. And when I say mm -hmm. that, the best analogy that I'm going to give is the battery to your car. I get up okay. to gas for, for her present for the birthday party. Oh, my God. Give me a cup. Boom. Give me some sugars. Okay, go help with some cup peppers. Thank you. Um, the best analogy in life that I can give is a battery. Your car dies. Mm -hmm. You have to put a positive and a negative together to get it to start. Mm. There's there's no way that it's gonna just start with the negative. There's no way that it's just gonna start with the with the positive by itself. You have to put those two together. So, mm. in a sense of my children, my children have their father. I have open communication. We are not in a committed relationship, but we co-parent to the best of our ability because they you are right. They do need their dad. They are girls. They are girls. I didn't have my father growing up. So I would never allow anything or any barriers or insecurities or whatever bullshit that I'm going through in my life do with them. Because guess what? They will never know him as what I know him as. He's their dad. You know what I'm saying? He's always going to be superhero to them. So the relationship that we have has nothing to do with the relationship Mama, that got, they have. I got, I got cupcakes for the birthday party. Okay. Go get the peppers. You didn't cut no peppers. Go. I, I, and you two, go help her. Go put the peppers in the bowl so y'all can help me cook spaghetti. Go. Eat it. Um, okay. So with that being said, like, 
yes, they need their father. They, they, hell, guess what? I had two weeks off. They were gone for two weeks because they were with their dad and they were doing what girls do with their dads. Mm-hmm. When I say that for me, it's like when I say, oh, I don't need a man. You not home. You at work. The garbage needs to be taken out. I don't need a man to take out my garbage. I can take out my own garbage. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know how to, if my car does die, I know how to start my car. Um, mm-hmm. I hope I never have to, but I do know how to change a tire if I was standing on the side of the road and I didn't have nobody to wait for it. Because those things I will talk from when you said the man. Okay, thank you. When you said the man, those things I was taught from by my grandfather. I never had my dad in my life, but I had my grandfather. My grandfather mm-hmm. transitioned and left this earth when he was 90 years old. So the things that I know how to do on a masculine level. I got it from my grandfather. But when it comes to me being a woman and me learning myself and me growing and me being a mother and learning the new me as a mom and not the me who I was before, like, I don't need a man in my sector for me to gather those lessons. You know what I'm saying? But I Okay, so right before before we go too far off, I want to um, I want to uh, comment on those things. So it seems okay. So you mentioned like taking out the trash, changing tires, which is typically things that the men would do. But let's take the men, let's not look at it from a, a um a work point of view because a lot of times women we they they look at this black man as someone who can serve them in a certain way. Like you got what they call a gentleman. He'll open it, hold the door open for her, pull the car up and over for her, pull a chair out for her. She's treated like royalty, and a lot of women take that for what that's a man's job. That's not a man's job. Not even at all. I don't even feel comfortable to this day doing certain things like that for women because they start to confuse me with a servant. If A lot of black women, if you ask them the typical man, they're going to describe to you a servant and we're not your servant. The scriptures say, the Bible say that a woman was created as a helpmate to the man. A woman was created to be help for the man, his helpmate. It don't mean he's to abuse her and treat her like a slave. That's not what that's saying. What that's saying is he's going to teach the law of the house. He's going to uphold the law of the house and she's going to back him up a thousand. In his absence, his kids are going to learn what he's teaching, what he's laying down. If you don't feel that you want to teach or follow what that man is teaching or laying down, you should not deal with that man. Notice before the children, right? And then on top of that, you said you don't need a man for certain things, like on a feminine level, not a masculine level. But you do, because it's, it's ways that black women don't stop to fathom. Do you know in child molestation, most children, a lot of, I ain't gonna say most, because I haven't, I can't prove most. I'm not sure about most of the percentages. But a lot of children are molested by who? Men that the woman brings in. A father is well less, not a black father. He Black men love their children. They hate dealing with the women that they had the children by. Just like the women may hate dealing with the man that they had their children by. But in all reality, black fathers love their children. They don't like the oppression that comes with having a child, but they love their children. And with child molestation being so high and it's typically in high numbers, the child is molested by a man that the, that the, that the mother brings in. Because when you date, you look at a man that you like, he treats you nice. When you're around, he, he looks at the kids and they're nice, you know what I'm saying? But you don't think about the fact of you have daughters. When that daughter grows up, that's not his child. He don't have the love her father's gonna have. He's never gonna have, he can't match it because it didn't come with him. That's that's her father's seed. 
This is something he bore. He bore, he gave you that seed. He was giving back that seed once you did what you had to do with his seed. You know what I'm saying? So with that, he's going to protect this child. And when she grows into a womanhood, it wouldn't fathom in his head that this is even a woman. That's still going to be his baby girl at the end of the day, and she'll be 50. You know what I'm saying? If he can live that long to see her at that age. But the man that you bring into the house, he's going to notice the change in her body. He's going to notice the sexiness of her. You know what I'm saying? And that's when a lot of the times that she feels comfortable looking at the man that you brought in the house as a father figure. She may walk around the house like you walk around the house as a mother. And he's going to see it as some sexual. And the moment you turn your back, he's doing something that he should not be doing to that girl and ruin her forever. You know what I'm saying? He, he can destroy her forever. But in the mother's mind, just because a man is there to protect you and protect things in your presence, in your absence, he may not be what he pretends to be. Women are tricked all the time by men, you know, by men and vice versa. Also, with your daughters, it's not, like you said, a positive and a negative. They see things and they learn mostly by what they see. You can talk all day, but they're going to do what they see you do. And so with that being said is they get to see the love that a man gives a woman. They get to see like, yo, daddy, mommy got into it and daddy put his foot down, mommy stopped. She stopped talking. She did what he said. That nigga shut the fuck up. He calmed down. The house wasn't so scary. When she grows up, what she's going to do, she's going to learn to submit to a man. She's not going to bulk up and be so macho towards men like men are. My son just had an altercation, altercation in school with a, with a young girl who felt like she could beat him in a physical altercation and he didn't want to fight her. But she kept attacking him, so he hit her back. And when he hit her back, she quickly realized that this is this not what she thought it was going to be. And now they're calling me, and I'm like, why didn't nobody stop him from attacking her? Clearly, she's seeing somebody else be so brawly. She's seeing another woman challenge a man in this way. So it's important for little girls, little boys to know how these roles go as men and women. He see how his dad interacts with his mom. They see the love in between. You see it on TV because we, as black people, a lot of us, we don't get to see mom and dad together too often. We don't get to see that love and that interaction. We see it on TV. And all the kids are like, ugh, get a room. Ugh, we don't want to see that. But you see that love and you know how an interaction is supposed to go between a man and a woman. In all reality, your children will see you single, doing it by yourself, they're gonna glorify them like, I don't need a man. So she won't have a problem with going out and having some man's child and be like, okay, well, this is my child, I don't need him, single mother it is. That wasn't a choice at first. That was something that was pushed on us. And then we had to accept it as a mother, you had to be strong because they had so many things that was going on. But now we're teaching it and it's ruining it. You know what I'm saying? Young boys is growing up with mothers and they see this is the strongest figure in the household and they want to be who? The mother. Now they want to be mama. They want to be grandma because this is the power that they see in the house. Every little boy wants to be the strongest thing he see. Superman, Batman, Flash, um, what else? All these other stuff. They big, they powerful, but when he see mama being brawly or, or she, he see power and she, she used to be the one running the house. I'm going to be like mama. Now you got so many feminine men it does not make sense. We talked about Gabrielle Union, just to push a little point, so I give up being so long But we see Gabrielle Union destroy that household. Those children, mother, hate her. Hate her to, to her core. And it's reasonable because she destroyed that household. Now all of a sudden, the father's gay. He's very much so an effeminate. The young boy is so effeminate. He's full-blown homosexual, and it makes no sense. To the fact that when they glorify him for being a homosexual, they he's raising his son to blow rod or to bend over in front of other men. No black person has ever condoned that. 
That's never been our thing. We want men that are men that are warriors. We want women that are women that can raise our kids and teach them what's right and do what's right. And they, you know what I'm saying? That's how we stood as a family. But since they destroyed that, it's been utter chaos amongst our people, right? So that was that came with I do, but I don't need a man. I was very much overprepared for that because we had a show. If you want to elaborate, you can. Anybody? I was going to say, no, I'm going to step in because, okay, growing up, I was molested by my sister's father because my mom brought him around. Mm -hmm. Um, I was mad at my father for so long for choosing to be in the streets, for choosing other things besides home because Mm -hmm. for a very long time. I watched my mom do it, but I didn't feel that she was strong enough because I saw I saw the help that she had, you know, the village that she had, but it wasn't big enough. And because I knew how strong my father was and I knew how smart he was and I noticed the difference in her behavior when he would come around, I knew that I was lacking as a kid. So when I watched her grow up, After a while, I did develop the mindset, I don't need a man, because I watched my mom do it. But when I reached a certain age, I went to foster care. So then I was placed with someone who had both parents in the home, who was raised to have respect for elders, who was raised to work, who was raised to take care of the home, to be respectful of the people around her and everything else. So I was raised by four, I was not raised. I was I was taught by four different people. So my grandma, my mom, my foster mom, and then I learned from people around me. And I used to feel like, no, I don't need a man. But once I became an adult and I noticed that there were a lot of things that I could have learned from my father that he could have showed me because Mm -hmm. I noticed I was making the wrong decisions as far as, you know, picking people who I thought loved me. Because like you said, a lot of times people, they wear masks, they, they act like they something and then they show you that they not. And I told myself when I first had my, my, before I had a kid, I told myself, I want to have a child with someone who I can settle down with, who I can marry, who my child can see for the rest of his life. I never wanted to be a single mom to have to do it on my own. So I love the fact that his dad, it, he he says dad, dad, because his dad has a majority of the day while I'm at work. And I love the fact that I'm able to give him what I didn't have because like I said for a long time I used to say no I don't need a man but the reason why I need him is because he teaches me things that I have still felt like I knew that I felt right. like well you know I I, I I learned this way so what you trying to show me ain't right until I sat down and I got quiet and I paid attention so the fact that he's here and he's supportive he's as supportive as he is and he helps as much as he does, it helps me as far. And then also with the patience that he has, I don't have the patience. I'm learning it from him though. And I noticed that my dad, he was a very patient man, but he was very stern and he was very, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like how she said, Oh, well, well, we, you can't wear this under your dress or I don't want to wear this under my dress or something like that. 
No, it wasn't yeah. none of that. It wasn't none of that. It was, this is your outfit for the day. And it didn't matter if you didn't want to wear the skirt up under the dress. It didn't matter if you wanted to wear the heel that was this thick. You were going to wear exactly what you were going to wear. And you were going to eat exactly what is set on the table. Because at the end of the day, if, if, if he gave me the... If he gave me the freedom like my mom did, I would have a totally different relationship with him. But see, there's in a and there's a level of respect that I have for my mom. I'm not saying that I don't respect her because I do a hundred percent. But we have a certain relationship that I know is certain things I can say and certain things I can do with my dad. No way. And he's been out of my but he come around because of the I learned from him when I was younger and he was present. Those things stood with me today. So I really cool. feel like women feel like they don't need a man because they are used to watching their mothers or people around them or women do it by themselves. So then yeah, when they right. come of age and then it, they, it becomes, when they come of age and then the apple falls from the tree and now they bite it and they're the ones that's living the same life their mom lives. Right. That's after a while they realize Oh mm -hmm. no, I do need a man because there's exactly. so many things that you cannot do by yourself as a woman, regardless if you have 50% femininity or 50% masculinity inside of you. It doesn't matter because at mm -hmm. the end of the day, we are supposed to be soft, nurturers, loving, and they're supposed to be, or at least that's what I was told, protectors, providers, and in our safety, our comfort, you know, because I can't go and call somebody else and be like, well, he won't do this. No, I'll ask him. I'll say, hey, can you do this? And it don't matter what it is. He does it. It doesn't mm. matter what it is. He does it. And it shows me as a man, regardless how hard the job is, he still get it done. And I learned from right. that because as a woman, no matter how hard the job is, sometimes I give up. And I feel like at the end of the day, they have a lot more knowledge, a lot more strength, a lot more patience, and it's a lot of things that we as women, as kids, can learn from men. So, and right, and right, and you know what? Um, I'm gonna say two things. This class has went on far too long to watch it because my incense has burnt completely out. <laughs> <laughs> and two, um, on a more serious note, let me put this down. A wadja, um. I want to give Takara a hand. Why? Because you mentioned um, something so casually as if it wasn't, as, it was, as, I know. as if it was something so small. Yeah, you, you say like you've been molested. And you know what? A lot of people don't realize that survivors of, chi of child molestation or molestation or rape, especially as women, how strong that shows you to be. So you're not just like somebody who went through something, you're somebody who survived something, who who beat it, you won. You know what I'm saying? You came out as a woman. You're not a homosexual. You know what I'm saying? You're you're not hating men to a certain degree or to, to it's just so many ways you could have went in life, but you conquered. You survived and then you conquered. You know what I'm saying? You you kept your sanity, you kept your mental, you kept your spirit. And when anytime I had any conversation with you, you've always been very feminine in your speech, the way you carry yourself, the way you deal with situations, you know what I'm saying? 
and you come off as a woman. I've never seen you be masculine. I'm quite sure I've seen you piss somebody off. And as a black woman, Hispanic women, they do, we know they get on your ass. You know what I'm saying? So we're not knocking that. But you've always been a woman. So when I when I've seen you, so with that being said, I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain it runs deep. Share it with me. Nobody can say that she didn't do exactly exactly that. But yeah, you um. Yeah, man, you should give yourself more credit for what you've uh, been through in your life. We all been through things, but that right there is something that not a lot of people can overcome. They haven't overcome. They become this where you get your studs from, and your fems and your homosexuals. They it, a lot of that stems from homosexual. I mean, a lot of homosexuality steals stems from child molestation. You know, imagine you wasn't strong enough. Imagine you wasn't the survivor that you are. Imagine you wasn't a person who can rebuild yourself and conquer life the way you just did. You know what I'm saying? The way you've done. And instead, and it's, no, it's, it's not to call them weak. It's not to look down on them because it's completely understandable. If anybody, if nobody else knows it other than me and Nawaja, I'll tell you. Homosexuality used to be used to be legally a, a mental disorder because of where it comes from it's you're not born homosexuality as much as they would like to believe it sometimes your brain suppresses certain things to help keep your sanity it's like a it's like a virus protected in your brain damn near and it stop you from going to stop you from going crazy it'll suppress certain memories so you won't realize that won't remember that this happened or you don't realize that you're this way because you looked up to such and such and certain things like that. But had you not been as strong as you were or been the conqueror that you were, you wouldn't have been able to survive that thing and you would be out here saying, I hate men. So easily you could have just been like, yo, I don't want to be touched by a man. No, I don't want no other man to touch me. But you're human. So guess what you're going to do? You're going to look for love and affection and the only other type of being you can look, it for, look, at, look into it for. And that's another woman, you know what I'm saying? So easily that could have happened. You know what I'm saying? And so what you said wasn't a small thing, whether it came from a drop of a bucket to you because it was back then. Whatever your reason is to say, oh, Zari gave you flowers and said, most high Christ. See, people realize your strength here. So yeah, whatever it, whatever it was that you told yourself to get past it is a glorious thing. Um, also, if you ever, ever, ever wanted to speak on it, we can do it here with me and Awaji. We'll get our ass up and go do all the studies that we need to do to kick it with you on that. But more, more so, if you ever need a counsel or you want to talk about it and get good, great counseling, it's going to lead you in the right way. The IHBK delivers that. With men that's more wiser than, that are wiser than we are, me and Awaji, and they can counsel you on it. You can call them day or night and pick up the phone and do that. They actually have, um, it's a show called Cross the Line every Thursday. I think every first Thursday they deal with people that's been through what you've been through. And it's not just you because it's like, what, one in every three, one in every four women has been either molested or raped in their lifetime, which is fucking drastic. Also, males, us as males tend to be very embarrassed by that certain thing, to be, to have your manhood taken by another man or as a boy. A woman has, so many women molest males, it's ridiculous. I was, I was on Facebook the other day um, this girl made a post and said, how old, how old were you when you lost your virginity? When I said it was 30 males, oh, we didn't lose the car, did we? 
No, I'm here. Takara. Okay. When I say it was about 30 males on this poster, Waja, it was saying, oh, I was nine. Oh, I was 10. Oh, I was seven. I think it was one that went so far as to say he was four or somewhere between three and five. And I come in on the post like, yo, y'all didn't lose your virginity. Y'all were molested. As boys, y'all were molested. And they everybody was laughing and making jokes. I'm like, and somebody came on like, LOL, it's, it's crazy that y'all laughing at this point. It's coming, but I agree a thousand percent. And the girl who made the post like, yo, he's not lying. You was three? You was four, five, nine? You just, you're tired. You're a tolerant range. A nine-year-old, you know what I'm saying? You got to think about it. A nine-year-old is in elementary school. You know what I'm saying? What, five years old, kindergarten, six, first grade, seven, second grade, eight, nine. So that's what, fourth grade, a fourth grader? Fourth graders don't know about sex. They don't even have those type of desires just yet. You know what I mean? And I asked one of the boys, I'm like, so how old was the girl? He he said he was four, I believe. I'm going to say four. And I asked how old was she? And he said she was a year older, which was five. And I'm like, so you know what that means? That, mean, that means she in her household, she, she was being molested. Damn That's how she knew what to come do to you. She knew how to show you how to do it in detail enough for y'all to actually feel that y'all was doing something because somebody's doing it to her. I had another friend who invited a little girl over to play with her little girls. And she said it got quiet for too long. We all know if it's if it's two or three kids in the house and they get quiet, either they sleep or it's some bullshit in the midst. You know what I mean? That's what anybody, you should know that with, that's kids one-on-one. If it's quiet and it's about three, four of them, it's something going on. You know what I'm saying? You need to go check on them. If they ain't sleep, it's something going on. She said she went to go check and the, and the other girl was performing sexual, she was doing something sexual to her daughter. Why was she doing this? Because at home, somebody's doing it to her. Another little five-year-old don't know that you can put your finger in a, in a certain place in another girl and then kiss on her neck. And this is what is done. They don't know that. You're not born knowing that thing. You learn that. You know what I'm saying? For those of us who never experienced that, you learn that through being nervous and then just learning over time. You know what I'm saying? That ain't something you just knew. You was nervous as hell your first time because you yeah. didn't know it. You know what I mean? So somebody is doing it to these children. And a lot of that stems from... Wait, say it again. You broke up a little bit. Can you hear or watch it? Oh, I can hear it too. It's lagging. I said that... Now. Yeah, but it's still lagging. Can we can hear you, but can it's still freezing. I want to I want to give you a no, quick no, second. No, I'm gonna let you know when your video come all the way in. Uh Monroe, you still good? Okay. Yep, see her video is still moving, and we can hear Monroe. Yeah, I can I can hear y'all. I just I'm okay, so, mine is on my end as well, but yeah, see, we it's if you could try to get a little bit more sense because we want to hear what you're saying, we gotta get that in there. Exactly what you're saying. There you go. Boom. Your video. You good. Now, okay. I said it normally typically happens around the age 15 and 16 when they are starting to reach puberty and they learning mm -hmm. their hormones and their bodies is changing. Because that happened to me when I was about four or five. We were, it, it started with a girl. It did. And it wasn't until mm -hmm. I got older when it happened with my, my sister's dad. And this is a man that my mom had around. Mm -hmm. And she didn't even know. 
because it happened to me, her, and another sister. I think my mom got six girls. It happened to, I think, four of us. And she didn't know because it was one of my sister's dad. And whenever we would, whenever she would go, she would ask us to come. And when I first went, I ran in the bathroom and slept in the tub the rest of the night because I was like, what the fuck was that? I never experienced nothing like that. And I used to tell my mom I didn't want her to, well, I used to tell my mom that I didn't want us to go over there. And the only reason why I didn't want us to go over there was because of that. And at that age, I was old enough to know that if I called, if I told my mom what happened, that we would be separated. And even though we ended up getting separated anyways, I told her after, because it happened for like seven years. And um, when I finally told her at that point, I had anything that hurts me. I always hear my my grandma in the back of my head because she's always told me you can be whatever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do and you can go as far as you want to go. Don't let people hurt you because at the end of the day, your family is always going to be there for you. So when I was growing, I did hate men for a very long time, especially because I needed my dad at that time. Mm -hmm. Now, I did not let people close to me. I also knew that if that was something that happened to me, I would never let it happen to my kid. So mm -hmm. when I reached a certain age and I knew right from wrong, I told myself that I would, if I want to be successful, if I want to get somewhere, I follow what my grandma used to tell me. You have to finish school. You have to get an education because that's the most important thing for you to have. So mm -hmm. when I listened to her tell me those things, it helped me gain the knowledge and gain, you know, different perspectives from what I went through so that I knew what steps to take so that it wouldn't happen. And I also knew what to do so I wouldn't put myself in those situations again. And that is what helped me be strong. That is what helped me grow. Somebody in my ear telling me, you can be whatever you're going to be. You can do whatever you want to do. Just keep pushing forward. And that's what I needed. And if my dad was around, I'm pretty sure that would have never happened. But, you know, it did. So as I grew up, I noticed some girls, they would be in the streets. And honestly, you know, because I hated it so much and it made me so cold, I told myself, well, you know, they turned into savages. They were having sex with multiple men. And, you know, mm -hmm. for me, because it hurt me so bad, I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. I don't want nobody touching me. I ain't want nobody. I didn't trust nobody. And the mm -hmm. main person that I needed my love and affection from, because I got it from my mom and my family, although we were in foster care, I got it from her. I needed it from my dad. So I searched for that for a long time until mm -hmm. I got to the age where I realized I was searching for the love and affection that I was looking for from him that I didn't give it to myself. And it caused me to be cold towards other people because I was trying to be so protective of myself. And so I realized, like, you know, a lot of girls, they submit to guys and automatically give them sex because they feel like, you know, they see their mamas doing it. And I saw my mama doing it. I seen her prostituting and everything. But I grew up and I said, yeah, no, I don't want that. So I'm yes, amen. I think um, I think one um, you should come to Passover. That'd be a good place for you to be to see a whole lot different in your people because um, you're like me. 
in a lot of ways. Like we said and kicked it one day, we were, you we would be we would mend in a lot of ways. And you with a lot of other people like a, a Waja, um you wouldn't mend with his his daughter because she she's protecting hold up the baby wanna say something, hold up. Uh Monroe, get get her off mute because she's talking. <laughs> but yeah, it's in a lot of ways, a lot of us who 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 have been hurt and survived that you will see that at Passover, and it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Monroe, can you hear us? Yeah, I would like to experience that. You should. I'm gonna give you the information before this class over. Get her off mute. She not. She is. Oh, oh I thought I heard her. <laughs> Get her off mute. Oh, there you go. What you say, Mama? Huh? Hi. Hi. Why she sounds so far away? Because the phone probably sitting so I can hear y'all. Oh. Oh, well, get her one of them. You're so selfish. Let her say what she got to say. She got something to say. Yeah, I heard her. Can you hear? Yeah. Say hi. All right, what you say, little sis? Oh, hey. Hold it in here. Hold it. Can you hear? Yeah. Say hi. Hi. Hey, Shalom. My mom's taking too long. They can't hear you. Huh? Did you say her mom's taking too long? <laughs> <laughs> you can hear? Can you hear something? Yeah. Say hello. If you can, if you can hear me, say, say, say Shalom. Say, can you say shalom? It's my mom. That's your mom. <laughs> oh, okay. Your mom. Tell your mom say shalom. Uh, tell tell uh, your mommy mom say shalom. Says... Hi. Oh, hi. Okay, we we'll say hi. <laughs> yeah, she uh, she she uh, like My name's seven. My name's seven. Seven. Your name's seven. Yeah. That's a gorgeous name, sis. Yeah. What do you like to do? My mom's been using her computer one. Can you hear? Mommy. Okay, say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least she introduced herself, but Is yeah. Yeah, we can hear her. I don't think she can hear us, though. But it was it was good. Oh, okay. So look, um, we're going to give you that information. But Well, actually, let me tell you this. This year is going to be in... Um, Florida, and um, yeah, it's gonna be in Florida. What is it? April fifteenth, thirteenth. Oh, that's so soon. That is so soon. You learned a lot late because we prep for the whole year and still don't be ready when it get. It's it's really a glorious event. When I say it's all Black, Native, and Hispanic people, well, you ain't got to the point where uh, baby Christopher, right? Yeah, he big enough to travel, but I opened my oh. books for today, so I'm booked until April 23rd. Oh, dang. See, I was about to say, um, no, I was about to say, um, when he gets to the point where he's running around, he actually can just take off. Like, oh, everybody okay. there watches the kids. They don't get into anything because it's everybody. That village that you used to hear about, yeah. it exists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it really exists in the IHBK. Um, I brought my kids before and forgot they was there had a blast and then at the end of the day they popped up and I'm like damn you was here yeah that, I know. <laughs> yeah like yeah 
Because yeah, I knew my dad, I make sure that um my because I, t- I told him I said we were our family got split up a lot, so mm-hmm. I want him to know every side of the family because I don't want him to grow up and be seventeen and be like, well, that's my cousin. Who's that? Yeah. So mm-hmm. the village part, yeah. I I when y'all have y'all next one, just let me know because I can prep for it this time. Okay, so just prep for it next year around this time. Okay. Um, I'll give you exact dates because we go by the new we go by the uh new moons. So okay. I just kind of wait for the date. As soon as I get the date, I'll be sure to remember it. Um, if you want to come to any other feast days within Detroit, you can do that too. Okay. If you want to come to any classes, you can do that too. Come kick it. Just let them know. Um, you you was on a podcast. Actually, pretty much you. Why you wanted you to be a a co-host? I told him no. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm talking shit. Yeah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Like you know, you're welcome to be a co-host. Come on at any given time. Okay. Well, thank you. But um, Look, yeah, you can come I'm to any classes, you, all of that stuff. That's all good. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, man, you kind of you kind of took us to a point where we just stretched out another uh took another thirty minutes, hour and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. No, you good. You good. Why you always talking talking and shit like he want to go late? This nigga ain't said shit. Look at him. You see, that's how he just—he been like that all night. I thought he was froze three times. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was froze, man. Yeah, I be trying to tell him in the back. You know how when this end, we be we would talk afterwards. Yeah. Well, I don't know. If we did that with you. Did we talk after the show? No. Okay. No. Typically after the show, if you stick around after the show, we'll say we'll say like shalom to everybody, and then mm-hmm. press the end, and then we'll kick it for a minute. Okay. But he typically doesn't, he do all his talking at that point. And I'd be like, yo, bro, you got to fucking say something during the show because I sit there and listen to the podcast. You can't see us. You only can hear us on the podcast. Uh-huh. And you wouldn't know he was there. You just hear him for a split second and that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to get him to talk. So we got to have another co-host. Maybe you would draw it out of him. Well, you know, I got I, I, my mouth. I tend to say things that make people respond to it. Yeah, we need that. We yeah. had somebody, but she was undependable. What'd you say, Elijah? Salaki. No, I was just saying what y'all was bringing out was so heavy. I don't like it. It was flowing so smoothly. That's what he it said every time. So <laughs> you gotta let it flow. It was you heavy though. Oh, you want you want to you want to go great. And then what the sisters were saying today, like we had such excellent guests today, and the things yeah. that they were saying mm-hmm. was 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 right on point, man, and right on time. Yeah, and so much of the things that we teach and, and we try to counsel people for and help mm-hmm. brothers and sisters get through, man. And, and it was just so amazing. The show today was. was amazing. Damn right, it really was, man. Maroon came through and took over the show. Our first 30 minutes was talking about uh seaweed, no sea moss. So I'm talking about seaweed. She didn't take over the whole show. It's disgusting. It was sea moss? Disgusting. No, it's no. not. No, it's I'm not. gonna teach it's you a trick. Please. Because I got so listen. many herbs that I listen. Let me tell you something. If this is if it was disgusting, it was not prepared right. Because I had the CMOS, like uh, the CMOS grass. That's why. Grass. Yeah, I never heard of that before. Oh, no. Wait a minute. There is no there is no such thing as CMOS grass. They they so, they chopped it up and they made it into thin thin sheets. 
and um, it's like a fishy type of like um. Well, I don't know what the fuck I had, but that's Give it from her. We're going to demand that Monroe get her ass out here and find her another vendor, because that's where I used to get mine from. Um, it, it yeah, works. and he can tell you, mine didn't taste like anything. I have a um a, a, mine didn't a, taste like a website anything. that I go and get my herbs on. No, we, we canceled your website. Your website is no, canceled. No, 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 no. I didn't get the sea the sea moss off of there. I didn't oh, get okay, that off okay. of there. I I tried it with my sister, but I never ordered it off of there. But the natural herbs that I get off of there is um, what is it? Rubber root or um no butter butter root um of different things the elderberry um it's a i got like 12 different um natural herbs that i did order mm. but that um i never tried it before and i said i was okay so okay so it's look we're going on two hours i'm not even sure if i'm gonna be able to put this on a podcast so we gotta end it um y'all two can stick around for the, the little after talk if y'all want to we're gonna kick it for a second okay um but as for everybody else we're gonna say Shalom, Shem Yahweh Shah Barakatha to the Akim. Shalom, Yahweh Shemar, Thumbaya, Shem Yahweh Shah to the sisters or the Akwathian. Awaja, hit him with Shalom, Israel. Also, as y'all know, we got the Passover coming over in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Cocoa Beach, Florida. April 15th coming up. I want to come out there and be a part of that, man. It's important that we be a part of that. We are renewing our covenant with the most high out there, man. Heavy. Come on, be part of that, man. It, it, it's, it's a brotherhood and a sisterhood mm-hmm. like you've ever experienced in your entire life. The biggest party you ever seen. Also, if you're in the Michigan area, Detroit Israelites, we have a felony expungement program. Definitely. You can come out, man, and help get some of them felonies off of your record, man. Definitely. Help actually get the felonies expunged off your record, man, and help you out inside this kingdom where we are oppressed because of the felonies that we have on our records. Damn right. Shalom, Israel. And man, you always say shalom too early, man. You always got to do this. I couldn't help but notice your pain. My pain? It runs deep. Share it with me.